what is up you guys and welcome back to sport champs street champs exclusive sports podcast my name is rick g and to my right is my man dave to my left is my man winston Yo. and right in front of me is my homeboy derek homeboy homeboy the homie what up y'all what welcome it back to what sport champs got it on got it on vibrate vibes dog got it on vibrate like ellen degenerate all right um sorry we're starting hot (laughs) what's up guys who wants to start their week let's start with Derek. honestly how was your week dude you got a bronc denver broncos super bowl shirt on you know i'm living in the past man i'm broncos best team ever wait till 2024 that's our year baby that's our year (laughs) all right let's go i like it the vibes are fire already a lot of confidence no no, yep. I asked you how your week was, but that's all right, dude. Uh, <laughs> we got Derek exited. Winston, how was your week? Uh, it was good. Uh, watched NBA Finals. We'll get into that a little bit. Mm. But uh, yeah, um, not as much basketball as I would have liked, but um, it's been good. Can I just say the hair is looking? You Thanks, styled man. it very nice today, dude. It, I didn't. The big swoop, dude. I didn't even take a shower. When did you? Shut up! Yeah. You didn't wake up like that. I did. Oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> Goes to Turkey once. You went to Turkey one time. Yeah. And now you're waking up like that? You literally woke up like a model, dude. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Dude, the hair is looking nice, dude. Thanks. I had to say. I mean, I combed I, it with my fingers. But... What? You're like Justin Bieber. For people that can't see Winston, because Winston's never on camera, we got a nice, beautiful front swoop right to the that's, – that's to the right side. And then it swoops back. Very nice. Man. Thanks, bro. Wish we could show it. I wish we could show it. One it. day, one day maybe. Yeah, one day. But good week for Winston. How about you, Dave? Um, it was, it was chill. I'm just kind of dealing with a sick kitty, but he's Uh-oh. recovering, so life's good. Yeah, you gave us the whole rundown yeah, too earlier. Total and... scare. Homie sounded like he was snoring. A lot of hours were put into the sick cat. <laughs> a lot of waiting hours. A lot of waiting hours. Um, we've been giving him medicine every like 12 hours, so. When I like left here last night from the pod, went home, gave him medicine, gave medicine before I came here. That's why Dave didn't want to go out at all. But the, the way you Dave have to, like, it's like, I got a sick cat. Bro. It's liquid though, so you have to like put it in a syringe and like shoot it into his mouth, and he hates it. He fucking yeah. hates it. But like he's actually getting used to it. The first few times it was like bloody murder, mm. and then like now he'll hold still. But it's kind of funny because all of it's like pink colored and or whatever, and this cat is white as can be. So like. Homie looks like he's just been pouring up for the last, like, 72 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's just got, like, a little pink, like, fray going. Juicy J-Cat? No. <laughs> but, no, he's he's doing better. Um, future Cat? We should call him Future. His name is Hades. Shout out Hades, being all sick and shit. Yeah. Costing money. Making uh, the recovery. <laughs> so, yeah, veterinarians, that's kind of a throw money at the wall endeavor if you don't have cat insurance or yeah. pet insurance. Dude, I don't have pet insurance at all. It's not that dogs. bad from what I've I've read. You might be able to get away with it for, like, 15 or 20 bucks a month and if you ask me that's totally worth it because mm. if you go to the vet one vet trip if they have to do like so like i've had x-rays before and i don't have medical insurance and that runs me like 200 bucks every time i get x-rays they quoted us five for the cat because mm. it would have to be put under an anesthesia so it would hold still for the x-ray oh yeah and i'm just like you can't just hold the son of a bitch and like do it like he'll hold still <laughs> mm. but yeah I'm not mad at vets because they they're miracle workers. I'm just mad at how goddamn expensive any type of medical help is. So it's yeah. expensive, bro. How was it, your week, Ricky? <laughs> it was good, dude. Very productive week. Crazy week. Um, Music. How about how about Nuggets? 
Woo, nuggets and fofo fo like Wendy's, dude. Come on. Hopefully. Get out of here. Get out of here. I selfishly want the, the nuggets. The heat did, wasn't even close. To, all right, we'll get into it later. So, <laughs> selfishly, I want the nuggets to win in five because I want them to win at home. Oh, at home. Mm. That would be beautiful. That would be beautiful at home sick. win. Oof, Could you imagine those fans as they breach that fucking as they breach Ball Arena after securing the first ship and see sh- like champ or in Nuggets history? My thing is I don't want to miss it. So game five, I might miss that because I want to go to the parade. We're going to the parade. Oh, we're yeah. going. We are going, and we're vlogging it, and we're yeah. making a thing. Out. I'll take off work. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm like, going for sure. We're going, but I think it would be better if we win in four because everybody will be at that parade. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. going to be even bigger than it would if we won at home because everybody's going to do the thing at home, party up at home, and true. they'll be like, oh, I did the thing at home. I don't need to go to the parade. True, true. If we win in four, everyone's going to be like, we won in four. Everyone's going to be bringing brooms out, and it's going to be one big party true. as opposed to two big parties. And a sweep is like way bigger of a deal. Bro, I will take – we're taking brooms, dude. I will carry a broom around yeah. like I'm fucking Harry Potter, okay? Yeah. <laughs> sweep in four? We do it in four. Never been to a finals. Yeah. I mean, granted, we're we're in my opinion. I think we're facing the easiest team um, in the finals. So. Uh, no, uh, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. We'll, we'll get into this. Yeah, later. We'll, we'll get, get into, into this. Yeah, yeah. That's just my opinion because I think, I mean, the way we did, the way we did that first game is all right. Another story. But good week, productive week. Uh, wanted to announce uh, August nineteenth, opening up for Montana of three hundred out here in Pueblo. Uh, Colorado Classic Hughes. If you guys like Montana of 300, it's going to be a lit ass show. Hit up in the Cut Productions for tickets. Uh, link below. <clears throat> Other than that, I actually got booked this morning uh, for the State Fair. You're oh, nice. oh State shit! Fair, dude. Yep, we got the we got the milestone in before Little John. So, dude, I don't know if it's before. No, it's not going to be uh, involved in his show, but it's at the little outdoor fucking nice dude. stage by the rodeo and Hell shit. Yeah, yeah so it's going to be. Uh, they have one thing that's like the Pueblo has talent finalists thing, so I'll do two songs for that. But then they're giving me a separate set for like I guess a thirty minute set. Is Damn, what I'm being told. So you're gonna be Bro, performing for like a different 40 day. Minutes? So it's like yeah, yeah, need, it's gonna be okay. crazy. You need to have some merch for that. Yes, merch, merch. I need Must to get have. merch. I'm gonna probably like, I don't know. I'm gonna have to borrow money some somehow and fucking do this shit because merch is so expensive to like get the upfront shit. But I gotta get it. I gotta at least hat something, dude. It, it's yeah. gonna be sick, man! I can't wait. Just performing at the state fair is really cool. It's like a milestone for being a Puebloan. Yeah, like, for sure. That's something to you know. Resume. My dad was a proud as fuck. Like, yeah, I'm about to lock in this Chris Webby show. I'm be performing in front of a thousand people with Chris Webby, Dizzy Wright, all these fucking crazy in July. Got to sell a hundred tickets to do it. But the state fair is more important. To I mean, not more important, but like a bigger thing for him because it's, yeah. the, state, it's the state fair yeah. and it's my dad's 65 like yeah don't give a fuck about Chris, Chris Webby's Webby way cooler but honestly you. I don't know when he shows up to that Chris Webby show and he's seeing me perform in front of like a thousand people plus he's gonna yeah. be like oh my god yeah. <laughs> like it's gonna be crazy so hopefully I locked and that's another announcement that I'm just gonna give on Sport Champs because I, I didn't want to announce it on Street Champs because I don't know if it's a for sure thing I'll say it here because we have less viewers and it's like more intimate like people that actually like watch the sports show <clears throat> and know more about my music kind of it's like more people that I know but might lock in a Chris Webby show dude with Chris Webby Dizzy Wright uh Doobie Caskey Stevie Stone fucking Caskey's on um 
Samaritan. He's on Yellow Wolf's label. Yeah, Yellow Wolf's label. That's fire. And, and Yellow Wolf's label is a subsidiary of, or it might have once been a subsidiary of Eminem's label because he used to be signed to Shady so Records. Fire. It's an outdoor event. It's going to be, it's Webby and Friends. Outdoor oh, that'll be event. fun. A thousand plus people. Last year, there was like 1,200. Jesus Christ. Outside at Sunshine Studios. Oh, yeah. Like, I really want this shit, but I got to sell 100 tickets. I have to sell 100 tickets. They're 35 each, and I think I can do it because I'm going to be getting my own link. I'll literally, like, because I've been working out a lot after work. Like, I've been literally hitting the gym two hours minimum, fucking a lot. Like throughout the week, we we me and Holly worked out five times this week. <clears throat> um, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. We've been getting in there. It's been feeling great. I'm gonna stop all that to literally just stand outside the mall and try and sell tickets. True. Like I'll fucking I need to sell the hundred tickets. Um, one thing it's we a could big do, week for me, but one thing we could do even I, bigger weeks coming. I can't speak for um homie, but like my barber, um his barber shop is in the mall. It's his barber shop. Hell and I've been yeah. trying to get him on the pod. We just gotta like arrange like a date because like first of all he's got a great story he's like pueblo made he's like state champ football player playing we should have got him on this week we'll try to get him on soon he's a busy man but no um i guarantee or i can almost guarantee that if we i talk to him he would probably be down to like throw up like a flyer in his place or something that'd be sick dude yeah that's another thing i'm gonna be doing so i'm gonna be printing flyers with my qr code link and i'm gonna be putting them all over town all, all over town, literally, because I'm gonna be the only Pueblo in selling these Chris Webby tickets. Yeah, I'm the only local aside from Vet Life, who's another local who I think is Denver local. Mm-hmm. So, or Springs, one of the two. But nice, I can't wait. I hope I lock that in. We're literally just waiting on them to get approval for another opener. On a on a tangent, when when the Nuggets secure this ship, you gotta have a, like a sweet sixteen ready for that that occasion. Oh, I do need a right. Yeah, yeah, I need to write. Mm. Uh, <laughs> see, so my plan was for next week, because guys, I've been hitting the the studio every Friday. Literally made three dubstep songs, one dub or one funk song last night. Got to show these guys; they're coming out really good. Um, but other than that, we were gonna make a sound kit next week to because I'm gonna be start starting selling my own sounds, so you well, guys can what? make beats out of them. I was gonna say, is a sound kit just like a bunch of like like vocal Sell samples of yourself? Uh, you could do a, vo- a vocal sample kit. It just depends what kit you're actually re- really trying okay. to do. What me and Blitz are going to do is make an EDM beat kit. Mm. So anybody that likes to make EDM or house or dubstep type beats, we're going to make a sound kit for you guys to buy. Nice. Um, so that'll be that'll roll out at some later time, a few months from now. But um, yeah, I think I'm going to make an NBA song instead <laughs> instead that- of working on the sound kit because. That's that's what was the plan was next week sound kit but I need a, we should yeah yeah definitely a nugget song definitely a nugget song if you made a Joker song what should I call it though like what if we, you need, ha- we need some I guess I just make a nugget song just yeah if you had keep, a, it, keep it vague huh? depends on the bars but depends on it huh? hear me out it is, I gotta drop the players names in the bars for if you sure. had a nugget song you have to find a sample of like one of the cartoon Jokers laughing yeah see that's good that's good sample the Joker good mm-hmm. that's good. But um, what's Murray's nickname? Jamal uh, Murray. No, it was yeah, the Blue one. Arrow. But... Uh, who gives a shit? Because he that. used to do. It's this... not like the Joker. Yeah, he it's doesn't like do that. Ever since the bubble, anymore. it was Bubble Murray, True. and then now it's just Playoff Murray. Facts. Yeah. But other than that, guys, new EDM song is out now. Acting up that dropped back in May. So check that out on all platforms. Link below. Um, other than that, June twenty third, new music video dropping everywhere. Hit them. That one's sick. Got Lambos, a bunch of shit. So check out the preview for that. Hit the link below. Boom. That's it. Hell yeah. 
lot of shit, dude. Should we um fucking busy as shit? Should we dive directly into NBA? Or sure. I would like to do that because right, I cool. got this nice, beautiful Nuggets hat on, yeah. and I said Nuggets in faux faux faux, like Wendy's. Yeah. Uh, let's get into the Eastern Conference Finals because we haven't talked about that. Okay. So the Heat beat the Celtics in Game Seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what game it was when when we left off, um, but Celtics almost came back from first team ever to come back from down three zero. Yep. Uh, forced a game seven on a last second shot in game six from Derek White. That was a crazy ass game. UCCS stand up. Yeah, crazy game. Uh, and then Jason Tatum, first play of the game, rolls his ankle in game seven. And then after that, he just took it. And uh, pretty embarrassing for the Celtics, honestly, losing by 20 at home. Mm-hmm. Game seven, pretty bad. Jalen Brown had like eight turnovers, more than the entire Miami Heat team. Oh, man. Uh, so he played like eight? dog shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. no. So he played really bad. Um, and then who on the Heat went in? It was one of their Caleb Martin went yeah. in. He had like what was it like twenty eight points or some shit? Uh, I don't know if he had that many, but he was averaging in the series like twenty points. Caleb Martin debatably should have won Eastern Conference Finals MVP. <clears throat> when J- when Jimmy Butler won it, his face was just like I didn't really deserve this. You could tell by the look on his face. And Caleb Martin's undrafted player from Nevada. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like a three-year. He's been in the league like three years. Homeboy's getting money next year for sure, and he deserves it, bro. He's uh, he was guarding the best player on defense, and then he was scoring most most of the points on offense. Like Beast. he carried the squad for sure. So he's a great he didn't player. Do shit against the Denver Lift did not week. do shit against the Nuggets. <laughs> Literally had a bet for him to score ten points. Yeah, ten points. Parlayed up, needed the leg, 10 I, points. Item the under, because I didn't think he was going to do Ah, I was going to do the unders, but I did uh, alternate points instead. I was going to send you a parlay that I was going to um, potentially bet. It was only it was like plus 330, so which was pretty good, but it was all gimmies. It was like it was like Jokic over 22 points, Murray over 22 points, Jimmy Butler over like 20 points. I had that one Nugget, too. Nuggets, 13. Nuggets winning. Like I, It was like all assumed gimmies. I didn't place it because I'm, I'm a weird... Yeah, betting man. I mean, Jimmy didn't. He had like he did it. He points, had thirteen so points, he but you would expect him to. Mm-hmm. So game one, Nuggets Heat. Okay, first quarter, Nuggets go in. Aaron Gordon, like looks. Who like, is this man? Looks like <laughs> he's an MVP caliber player. He, he did the drops. Not how much? Any how many points in? Before? I think he had eight nine or, points, eight in, or ten in the first quarter. First, yeah, bro. Nikola Jokic good. had like eight assists or nine assists in the first quarter. Which was insane, and I had a he had, I had a leg on Jokic, him getting twelve assists. Jokic didn't make it ten, but almost. Jokic had I think what was it like fourteen dimes by the end of the game? Which, if I'm not mistaken, um, regard that number might be wrong, but he set the NBA record for most assists in their finals debut. Really? And he had a triple double. Yeah, first triple double since uh, Jason LeBron? Kidd. Oh, Jason Kidd. Damn. Um, in like two thousand for the Nets, huh? In in the debut in the in his debut. Yeah, but yeah, for the Nets. Yeah. Shout out Jason Kidd. That's an all-time point guard right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, I Jokic mean, is that man. Jokic is killing it. So first quarter, Nuggets were up by, I believe, like 10 points or so. Um, second quarter, pretty much the same thing. Just we were up 17 at half. Different people. MPJ played out of his mind for the first half. Like, he was – him and Aaron Gordon, like, carried the first half. Going out. MPJ – or not MPJ. Uh, Murray and Jokic did their thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're going to do what they're going to do. And um, that's the thing, too. They're getting guarded extra hard. Oh, like sure. both of those guys are getting guarded extra hard, opening it up for the other two. Oh yeah, no, definitely. That's the sacrifices on like you kind of want to make because like if you're if you're coaching against the Nuggets in your mind, you're like, we don't want to just let them shoot, but we're gonna put all our emphasis on um like 
like Bam Adebayo, you need to be on Jokic like white on rice, whether you're good at it or not. That's your job. And then everybody else needs to just smother Jamal Murray because that's the assumed two that are going to drop 60 a night every night. Yeah. And so if you can disrupt that from a coaching perspective, you might mess up their rhythm. But the, the irony in that is like, nah, we have Aaron Eric Gordon. Gordon. We have Michael <laughs> Porter Jr. Like, Good luck. Well, what... So what they did is in the first quarter, they since Adebayo had to guard Jokic, they put Jokic on the three-point line, and that – uh, took uh, Bam Adebayo out of the paint, and that's why Aaron Gordon was able Absolutely. to score so many points is because uh, there was no rim protector. Jokic didn't shoot a shot for like seven minutes. Exactly. He didn't, he didn't have to. He had four points in the first quarter, but he had like eight or nine assists. Mm-hmm. And he ended up with 14. Like I think that's what you said earlier. Yeah, 14 for the game. Dimes was Jokic his... is such a beast, too. Yeah. No, he's great. He's definitely the best passing big man of all time. Not even one, questionable. One of the best passers of all time. Not even questionable. Um, so... He's just great. Second quarter, I think Nuggets are up 10 or 12 at halftime. Still playing great. Third quarter, pretty much some of the same. Murray and uh, Jokic start to pick it up a little bit as far as scoring. Mm -hmm. They were playing fine before that, but they start to score a little bit more. Fourth quarter, he go on an 11-0 run. And at this point, Nuggets are only up eight points. I'm a little scared at this point. Now, they just went on an 11-0 run, so you don't really think anything's going to happen, but... I was a little scared. Momentum was definitely in Miami Heat's favor. Yeah. But, you know, Nuggets rode that wave, and they they dealt with it. I mean, the the Nuggets kind of learned. I don't know if it was, like, necessarily a sense of complacency or a really unique rotation moment. But, like, when they played the Lakers, and they were up 21, and then at one moment the Lakers tied it. I remember we were in Discord watching that game, and it was just like, oh, my God. Like, it would be so embarrassing to lose a 21-point lead and the game. Yeah. Lakers obviously couldn't keep it together. No one could, like, step up when it mattered. Like, AD played like shit. LeBron's too old, bro. If it was a younger LeBron. Allegedly, I'm going to keep using the word allegedly, he had, like, a tendon tear in, like, his foot or something. I'd say that. I believe it. And he's going to get his – this is going to be his first surgery of his career. His first major surgery of his 20-season career. That's Insane. insane. He but should hang insane. it up, bro. No, he should not. No, you don't think so? You think he got a few years left? Yeah, he's still a top 15 player for sure. Yeah, I agree. If I agree. LeBron... You're right, you're right. You're LeBron right. could totally... Like, this may sound lame. Did, LeBron won't do this. I just th- I say that because I just think after surgery, like... He'll be bro, you're, you think so? Yeah. Is it, like, a bad one or... It's just tendon in his foot. He may not even get surgery. Oh. Well, um. Okay. So it's just a decision. You can either rehab <laughs> it or get it surgically, surgically repaired. And so he's had other injuries. He just never had surgery. Going under a knife just is not the move. Yeah, it just depends. Like ACL, you pretty much have to get surgery. Yeah. But, I mean, that being said, um, you could see it when they were playing. Like, he had moments where, like, it wouldn't, like, you couldn't necessarily attribute it to his foot, but you could watch, like, his energy. LeBron had moments when he would turn it on. Like, he got some key blocks even against the Warriors, you know what I'm saying? Like, he still has it. It was just more so he had to be extremely selective with his energy, especially when he's playing fucking, he, he sat out four seconds of game four. Yeah. Four seconds before halftime, he went out. He was like, all right, I'm going to go out. And then he played every minute. Yeah. So that being said, like, I don't want him to ring it up. Like, it's uh, like we're we say now, like, okay, like LeBron's showing age, this and that. But like the second that he puts him up, the media and everybody else is going to who's been like talking shit and like making fun of him now are going to be on his dick like never before. Like yeah. LeBron is the greatest athlete in NBA history, and I don't think anything will ever change that. Will he eclipse Jordan as the best baller? Probably not, but his resume is arguably better. Yeah, like he has all these finals appearances. To be fair, LeBron has done what Magic has done. Magic went to like nine finals and won five of them. 
that like LeBron has basically done that. So yeah. LeBron hasn't quite resume eclipsed everybody, but points leader, he's going to be like all time in rebounds and assists, like top five, like all these things. He's the leader in points in the postseason. Like yeah. he's I, just, he just built different. I saw some stats. It was like Kobe didn't make it out of the second round after he was 32, mm-hmm. like of the playoffs. Yep. And like LeBron's already, he won a championship after he was 32. I think he won it at 35 with the Lakers. Yeah, um, and that's what Curry just did last year with the Warriors. Same shit. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. But and Magic did didn't last that long. Once Magic, by the time Magic was like thirty one, and obviously once he got diagnosed with his like HIV or AIDS or whatever, he was never the same. Like yeah. LeBron never like took his foot off the gas pedal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. But uh, let's get back to the Nuggets. Heat. Um. Sorry. Game one, one hundred four, ninety three. He got that ass. That yep. score doesn't even reflect the, what how like one sided that game really was up until the fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. And I, what I noticed is what they changed is they went into a one three one zone. The yep. Miami Heat did, and so that <clears throat> messed up the Nuggets a little bit. I went back and rewatched it, and mm-hmm. although they went on that eleven zero run, Nuggets just missed some open shots, and the Heat hit their threes. Um. The Heat, although they did shoot well from three point range, they didn't get past double digit, uh, the double digit lead, did they? It uh, got as they, low as like nine. Yeah, or it nine? was like I think it was eight or nine at one point in the fourth. That ain't shit though. Like, I mean, <laughs> when you I, were you, they were up nineteen for like the entire third yeah, quarter. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like when it, the, when a team goes on eleven zero run, I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? Um, that's true. But the Heat shot thirty three percent from the three, which is not very good. But Max Struess, their starting small forward, went 0 of 9 from three-point range. Had a parlay leg for him to get five points. Yep, so did I. I'm like, he's at least going to hit two. At least two <laughs> points, right? Yeah. Yep. Nope, didn't hit. 0 yep. for 9. <laughs> what, what do we got to do? I mean, I, I was dying, dude. I was yeah. like, are you serious? I was really surprised, too. I didn't want him to make him because, obviously, I want to root for the Nuggets. But, yeah, like, at man. the same time, it's like, damn, bro. Well, I made a big favorites parlay, and I was like, how did these not hit? Like, yeah. Oh, it was crazy. And then Duncan Robinson, their other three-point specialist, went one of five. So they're going to shoot better. They're going to shoot better than that. Um, now, Kyle Lowry shooting three of six from three-point range. That's not going to happen again. Kyle Lowry's not a three-point shooter. Um, he got pretty lucky with those. So, I mean, Max Struess is going to he's going to get some more three-pointers. Duncan Robinson probably going to get some more three-pointers. Um, but I think Nuggets are looking. They're going to sit in pretty. Um, Nuggets are going to win game 2. I'd almost I I guarantee Guaranteed. it. Uh So, I don't know how much they're going to win by the spread is I think 9 points. Um, I don't know if they're going to win by 9 points or not, but I would say uh, that's a, I don't know that's a tough one. I'd say they'll at least win by five at least, um, if you could mm. do the alternate spread for for betting odds. Um, but Bam Adebayo shot twenty. He had twenty six points. He shot twenty five times. Damn. He shot a lot, but he shot more than fifty percent. So he he played pretty good. Uh, Jimmy Butler only thirteen points. It wasn't Hemi that night. He was not. <laughs> Hemi buckets. He just applied for that uh that um intellectual Trademark. property. That's fire. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was not hidden. Um, MPJ, although he played really well in the first half, two of eleven from three point range. So like that's not good. But yeah, he was open. I you know we need him to shoot those, and I, I'm did, not mad um, that he shot those. How did Bruce Brown do? He scored ten points. He played really well. Uh, two of three uh, from three point range and four of seven from the field. So I saw this thing on Twitter, and I don't know if it's true, but it made me laugh. So like everyone remembers years past when Lana Rhodes got um impregnated yep. by a player, and everyone was like, "This is Blake Griffin. Look at the yep. baby." 
I read it was actually Bruce Brown. Yeah, that's what everyone's saying. All these no, years. No, so Lana Rhodes recently, very recently, just went on Instagram and, like, fucking spilled the beans. Called out, spilled the beans on Blake Griffin. Yeah, it's it Blake. is Blake? It's Blake. Oh, well, so Lana Rhodes was She post- was literally like, she come, was, she's like, come take care of your kid, like, she on was, Instagram. On, she oh, was wow. trolling, though, because she took a bunch. Oh, was she, was, she posted on her story, Lana Rhodes did a bunch of photos of Bruce Brown going for, like, yams and, like, getting, like, three-point shots. Like, it, she was definitely trolling everybody. Yeah. This chick is wild. Why is she doing this? She was on Instagram, and she, like, zoomed in on Bruce Brown's uh, butt and, and like, did, had, like, a pinch emoji. Yeah. Like she was pinching his butt. Yeah. There, she knew what she was doing. Yeah. <laughs> she was commenting on his Instagram I mean, live and shit. Yeah, she went. I mean, she, that I'm glad you, I'm glad you saw that, too. Oh, man. I definitely saw it. And I was like, dude, that's honestly pretty sick for Bruce Brown. Yeah. Like, if, he, if, it was his kid, if it was his kid, like, that'd be sick. He just got It all... would be pretty sick, dude. No, Blake Griffin. I get. I don't know. I just I had to bring that up happened, it, but it just made me I laugh. seen that recently because it was like uh, I seen it on No Jumper, like on my Instagram. Yeah. Showed up. Didn't Blake Griffin Rhodes calling out Blake Griffin like that, man? Didn't you he know. get eliminated? Wasn't he a part of the Celtics? He was on the Celtics. Yes. When I saw him on the bench, I was just like, Blake Griffin's still in the league. Yeah. Last time I saw him, he was in um, Brooklyn. Yeah. Last, last thing year. I remember. Yeah, I think last year he was with Brooklyn. Yeah, he does. He didn't play at all. Um. So game two we have on Sunday. Um, Winston, you going? I am not going. No, the finals tickets are like five hundred bucks minimum. Oh, yeah, that's like the cheapest ticket is like five hundred bucks. Yeah, I'd love to go, but that's that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Bro, crazy. Game five hundred. <laughs> what wow. the fuck, bro? Yeah, yeah. it'd have been even more expensive than the Celtics. The Celtics fans go. You're crazy. at five hundred. You're up back there. Oh yeah, you're not nowhere even, close. Not even half court line. You can't even see shit. <laughs> you're you're looking at the big screen in the state in the arena. Yeah, I'm not. That would suck ass. Yeah, I would go just for the experience, but it would have to be a closeout game because I'd want to be able to celebrate. I think a it'd championship be sick if you like arena. you went to the arena thing, like like you know how they have like the screens outside playing it, and there's That'd people cool. outside. That'd be fun. Yeah, getting all drunk outside the arena. Yeah, for free. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, we might do that with Josh. Um, they have the McGregor. There's Square. a game five game or Gabe. There's a game five. <laughs> That's the one we were wanting to commit to. Yeah. That's not a closeout game. Either it's game four or game five. I think personally, as lame as it sounds, I think it would just like, I know you were talking about the difference of like the parade versus the celebration in Denver, but I think being in McGregor Square as like, as the win, all of those fans just breach the stadium. Yes. That's going to be, that's going to be a vibe. Now, to be fair, they're going to have games three and four watch parties where people are going to pay their own money to sit in Ball Arena and look at the damn jumbo For sure, yeah. They do that every um, playoffs. Yeah. So, well, good. if there's a game five, I'm calling off Tuesday. Yeah? <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, I mean, Monday, June 12th is game five, 6.30 p.m. We're going, dude. You don't have to and call party. off. We'll just, we'll just have to leave early. What? If we work to, like... For that day and go straight oh, for to the Denver. next day. Oh no, I'm saying the next day. Oh, it's gonna be lit. Oh, you right, you right. Yeah, it's gonna be litty. We're gonna be getting drunk, bro. Game four is on a Friday though. <clears throat> is that in, in Denver? No, no. Oh, yeah. Games three That's and four Miami. are gonna be in Miami. Yeah, random stat. Even it would Yo. be lit. To, do you think it'd be okay? That's what you were talking about. Even game four in McGregor Square would be yeah. lit. That would be lit. Because everyone would be at home. I didn't think about instead that. of at the I game. Think about that. Yeah. So I've been talking about useless superstitious facts. That like don't matter. Like I was saying, that the seventh seed in the West has never represented the West in the um, NBA Finals. Um, of the three Miami championships, they lost all game ones. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? Dwayne Wade and company lost every game one. Do you guys? Do you guys see Pat Riley's been in like twenty five percent of the NBA Finals, either I, as a head coach 
um, or as a like GM. He's he's a top. What a Pat, beast. Pat Riley Crazy. is is I would say one of the most respected um, coach GMs ever. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Damn, he comes to mind too. That's like, a lot. Yeah, Pat Riley. He would coach the Showtime Lakers back in Magic Johnson and Kareem and all those guys. That's so crazy. Yeah, no, that's crazy. And Michael Thompson. What a beast. Clay Thompson's dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Eric Spolstra is one of the best coaches in the game. I'd say him and Steve Kerr are the best. Um, who's better? It's hard to say. I'd say Eric Spolstra has He's a done slight more edge, with less. more with less. And so, you know, what, whatever you value. Steve Kerr has four rings. I think Eric Spolstra has two. Steve um, Kerr has eight in his career that, yeah, yeah, as a player. Yeah, Player-coach combo. Yeah. And it's funny. Steve Kerr was a part of the 72-10 and 10 Lakers and coached the 73-9 and 9 Warriors. So Steve Kerr has been a part of the two greatest teams ever assembled, arguably. And yeah. on top of that, when Steve Kerr showed up to the Warriors, since he's what he's done so far, they're the. This might sound funny because there's a tie, but the Warriors are the second winningest franchise in NBA history in terms of championships. They have they have their oh second sec because the no, um, first is tied. It's L.A. and Boston, and then it goes Warriors and then well, Chicago. Bulls have more than Warriors. Warriors have six. Mm-hmm. It's a tie. Oh, they have four with this with this dynasty, and they won in Philly when they were the Philadelphia Warriors. Oh, when was that? Like a long fucking time. Is that ago. the ABA or the NBA? I they're the, still the NBA. The ABA was only like the only ABA teams that went over is like the Nuggets, the Suns, the Spurs, and I think one other. Oh, okay. So like none of those were ABA titles. Okay. Okay. But yeah, the Warriors are the technically the second winningest championship team ever. Pretty cool because the tie with LA and Boston. Yeah, I mean, technically, so that, you guys would be third. Third, but there's a tie for first, so it goes first, first, second, third. second, third, third. Mm-hmm. It's a tie. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, uh, I think Nuggets and four. If not Nuggets and four, Nuggets and five for sure. Uh, they I don't think, have any weaknesses. Yeah. Like and, missing shots is not a weakness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Missing a couple of jumpers and then the other team making their jumpers. That's not. You're not exposing anybody in those moments. Like yeah. again. You can throw the kitchen sink at Jokic like the Warriors did last year when it was just Jokic. The man still averaged like 30, 12, and 8. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't stop him. Can't stop Murray. Like, you can just pray for a shit shooting night from the Nuggets. And even then, their paint presence is pretty outstanding, and they don't turn the ball over. So good luck. <laughs> yeah. And Rocky, the mascot? Highest paid mascot in NBA for good Come reason. Yep. Come on. Yep. Gotta give it to Rocky, dude. Him doing his, like, half-court shot backwards and shit. Yeah. One thing to look out for, though, is Caleb Martin, which went off last series, Max Struess and Duncan Robinson combined for two of 20 um, yeah. shooting-wise. So that's not going to happen again. Logically. Uh, but um, I think Harrison Highsmith, I, I don't know his first name, uh, Haywood Highsmith, he had 18 points. Mm-hmm. And he's like a pure bench player. He comes off the bench whenever they need him. That's not going to happen again. He's not going to drop 18 again. So, you know, you kind of take that plus and you subtract the role players stepping up a little bit so i think nuggets will be fine um mpj is going to shoot better than he did so we'll see i'm i'm excited i'm excited for the nuggets uh we should definitely get this i really really hope we do it'll be great and we have the starters for the next two years i swear to god i don't give a fuck how wavy and a beautiful your hair is you're wearing your goddamn nuggets hat we win 
Yeah, all right. For at least the little party part. Okay, I'm definitely wearing a jersey. But then after that, jersey is flowing. Locks come out, dude. All right. You got to at least wear the Nuggets hat for a minimum of at least five minutes, though. Okay, for if sure. If we win. I'll wear my <laughs> playoff Nugget shirt from last year. So even we can, it's no, we'll have to take yeah. Ooh, even I'm adding to the bet more. We got to take a picture in the Nuggets hat. Oh, for Our sure. Nuggets hats. For sure. Yeah. We'll be taking pictures. Mad pictures, dude. Oh, yeah. We're going to be drunk in Denver. Wilding. Wow. That's going to be sick. It's going to be so fun. Super, super excited. Oh, I can't wait. Um, Chauncey in the chat says Gordon's going to be an X Factor. And then Josh said, I think he was talking about Gordon. He said 12 points in the first quarter. And then Jokic had 10 assists in the, in the first, first quarter half. Is crazy. Wild. They were just punishing. And I'm pretty sure not even the first quarter, like the first, like Aaron had like un, unanswered nine points, like rat, like fucking quick yeah, in that first quarter. For sure. And he was like seven for eight for like the first half or something crazy, like that. Yeah, they were just taking Bam out of bio out of the paint. What a good pickup, no huh? Could, Aaron no Gordon, what a good pickup. Oh, oh yeah, we, we said that years ago. A. Yeah, we sure. did say when he when they did the trade thing. Yeah. Wasn't ago. it a trade, right? Yeah, or was we it? traded yeah. Uh, Gary Harris and uh, yeah, Gary. That's who we. I got. forgot yeah. this other young player, which was pretty good. He was a point guard. I forgot his name, but Josh will probably put it in the chat. Um, but yeah, really excited. We we really made out. On was that it Bones trade. Highland? No, we traded him in the middle of the season this year mm-hmm. for like a draft pick, but we didn't even need him. Um, we got. We can't even play all the guys that deserve playing time. I mean, uh, Chris Christian Braun didn't even play that much. I think he only played like played uh, eight minutes, and he's our third player off the bench that we would play. Like we're we're stacked, stacked up team, dude. We're not losing, bro. There's no way. There is no way. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I hope not. Eric Spolster is a great coach. They would have to. Everyone. I don't know. I don't want to say that in jinx. Really. Yeah, I mean, they tried everything. They an injury a... would fuck us for pretty sure. hard. Yeah, that's the only thing. Let's knock on wood. Knock yeah, on wood. So yeah. Um, Fucking fuck us so hard. Yeah, but I mean, that fucks anyone. Like, any team. Yeah, Jason Tatum rolled his ankle, and they lost game seven. Fucked. They got fucked. So, and uh, Jokic has been healthy pretty much throughout his entire career, knock on wood. Um, so, so yeah. I'm not, I'm not worried. Uh if Nuggets win, I'm going to win like 300 bucks because I put money on them throughout the year. Let's go, dude. Um, you know they're going to – Winston just made out, dude. Dude, and the odds are wild, bro. Like plus 2,200, and I made, I made this bet June 26th of last year. <laughs> Holy um, shit. And then plus 2,400 in July 3rd, and then plus 2,000 in October. 14th of so you this just year. kept putting sprinkles on him. Oh yeah, that's I put smart. five bucks every single time. That's five. That's fire. Bro. So I'm gonna win that's like three hundred dollars. It's a good fucking thing, bro. To do. And I predicted Jokic would win his first MVP the first year that he did. You predicted Heat and Nuggets finals. I predicted Heat and Nuggets finals. You made me money on that. You know what you know? I mean? I I picked. I said it on. You guys could go back and watch it. I said I'm picking that shit up with you, Winston, right now because I think that's gonna happen. Yeah. I was like. You're telling me Jimmy Butler's going the fuck off and is going to make it for I him? I mean, it was 3-0 I mean, for both series it was, at the time. And honestly, <laughs> what made our bet happen is Jason Tatum rolling his ankle. Yep. <laughs> I was, I was what really made concerned. Our, yeah, me too. Dude, when they were, Once they won that game six, I was like, we lost our bet. <laughs> when they were up 3-0, I put like 90 bucks on the heat because I'm like, oh, they're definitely going to close this out. And they almost came back, bro. I was super – I was sweating You're my ass off. Dude, our, um, shout out Josh. He was telling us about this one bet. It was like some better bet like – 10 grand that the heat would win their series to only win an addition like 10 grand to win 11 that was me i bet 90 dollars to win six dollars 
But I was like, it's for sure going to happen. <laughs> Why would you do that? I, you I'm bet ne- 90 to win six? Dude, I thought it was going to. No team has ever done it. <laughs> and still has not done it. But I was sweating. I would have laughed so hard at Dude, you. Dude. I, I would have laughed so hard at I you. I would have cried, bro. No, I'm never you doing that ever again. $90 to win $6. Yeah. Yeah. What were the odds? Minus. It was minus a lot. I mean, no Holy team's ever done it before. Yeah, 150 you. teams. So you're like, this is a for sure lock. Exactly. Yeah. And the Boston was looking super soft, bro. Like, they were, they got blown out by like 20 points game three. I'm like, bro, game four in Miami to close it out. But, it, you know, obviously it didn't happen, but uh, they pulled it out. But yeah, I was sweating. I was, I'm like, I'm never doing that again. Ever. <laughs> never doing that. That was way too Can't stressful. believe you did that. And I didn't even have any money to make other bets. I was, I was. You're sad. just sitting there sweating. Yes, the whole time. And then I was worried about the nut because Celtics have a better chance of beating the Nuggets than Miami does. So that's why. I, that's what. And see, in the beginning when I was talking about my week, that's why I'm saying I think Miami is probably the weakest team. I think if we were playing the Celtics, it'd be a way more competitive series. You would be in Boston. I think for if game we were two. playing the, yeah. um, who else? That was really great. Who cares? Like I just, I really think Miami Heat like kind of they they favorable they beat them they beat them, but it's a favorable ass matchup for us in the finals. Yep. Um, some odds to pick up. Um, Jokic for Finals MVP is sitting at minus four seventy. Uh, Jesus if, Christ! Yeah, crazy. Um, the if fuck we kind win, of blown out odd is that? I mean, he could average. You know, he's probably going to average a triple double because he Again. had fourteen assists in game one and then ten rebounds. He's definitely going to have more than that. Um, he's probably going to win it. But if you want like a low-key pickup, Jamal Murray plus 1,000, if he goes the fuck off for the next four games or three games, he's gonna be MVP. then he might be MVP. No, might. Um, well, just because he like could have won it against the Lakers. Like Some people would argue that he should have won it against the Lakers, but Jokic won it. It's kind of just the best player wins. Just like Jimmy Butler won it over Caleb Martin in the Eastern Conference yeah, Finals. And he was like, mm. a couple yeah. years ago, Mahomes won it when uh, Damian Williams. Damian Williams may have won it. You know, the running back. should have run it, uh, won it. So He did run it, Winston. <laughs> right. Just <laughs> things like that. Um, for the correct score of the NBA Finals, we got Nuggets 4 0 plus 340, and Denver Nuggets 4 1 uh, plus 165. Um, so, so if you want to pick, pick the sweep, 340 you bet 10 bucks you win 34 dollars um that's a decent pickup and then 4-1 that's a you know decent so we we poked fun at the drake betting curse because drake was really like he would bet incorrectly a lot but like he he picked the chiefs to win the super bowl won money on that he picked the nuggets to win the series and the nuggets to win game one he won like 1.2 million on game one oh wow yeah he, he's betting millions every time so yeah now that's through that stake betting whatever like so we can all kind of assume that he's probably not even forfeiting his own money to make those bets he just has to put it on social media whether he even gets those winnings or not that's a huge like you almost might want to put your bets in before drake does just saying yeah that's gonna sway everything a couple million towards one like one betting thing your odds are gonna sway dramatically but still the drake curse seems to have been nipped in the butt because he's he bet correctly on the super bowl and he bet on the nuggets so i think that's pretty positive yeah i never even hear about those bets anymore you just got to see him on like uh like world star will always post them on ig that's the only way i see him nuggets currently a minus 370 over the heat on this next game money line money line yeah plus 295 for these heat yeah um jimmy butler 
I think he'll probably have over 20 points. Bam Adebayo, I think he'll have under 20 points. See, this is fun. Let's let's do this. You know what? Okay, so I have a I did a no sweat bet for this last game. Yeah. Got my $2.50 back. I I did a plus 9,000 parlay. I kind of nice. want to do that again. But even though it was a oh no, it was a plus 9. It was a it was a very high odd bet. It was like it was like maybe plus 1900 or gotcha. something. Something crazy. But let's build me a fucking parlay for for sure's. Okay. Yeah, and we I'll can't, use that to no sweat. We can't do the alt points yet. It's oh, not, it's not up, huh? It's not. Well, it wasn't up earlier. Yeah, it's not up still. Yeah. Damn it. Those. When do those pop up? Uh, typically day of. Okay. Well, yeah, never mind. I'll wait. I'm going to wait. We'll talk about it later then. Cause what are you looking up specifically? I just say I, I was on FanDuel and I just I was going to make a gigantic uh, like favorites parlay like yeah. I did last time. I bet but you, with a high odd. I bet you Barstool might be uh might have those. You never know. Yeah, I mean you can make a parlay, but just not the all. Just not points. the not the one that I want to make. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Jimmy Butler probably over twenty. Bam Adebayo, I'd say under twenty. Max Struess, I would suggest he gets six points. I mean, he shot ten or nine fucking threes. It just if he would have made two of them. Dude. Exactly. So I mean, he's gonna keep shooting. Yeah, That's can, all he's good at. You can do that on this one. What the fuck, Vandal? They typically only do it day of. So, day of. Okay, so Barstool's I can out. try to do this in real time just so we can get a kind of an imagination of it. So like, so for the starters, for uh, points scored by player, it has like Jokic over twenty three and a half, under twenty three and a half. Yeah. FanDuel has that, but alt points is where you can specifically choose how many points, like 21 and a half, 22 and a half. You can choose exactly yeah, over or under. And so that's where you can get really specific and you can like make it your own bet, which is what I always do. That's what I like doing too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Max Strews probably going to have over six. Um, Jokic pro- over 20, which you're probably not going to get that much for over 20. It's going to be a minus three. 350. Yeah, like, probably even worse. It's probably going to be like minus, minus 1,000. Yeah, minus 700 to yeah. 1,000, I'd bet. Yeah. yeah. And Thinking then, about it, yeah. Because he when does he not get 20 points? Yeah, he has to play bad. He has to play really bad. Yeah. Or just pass a fuck ton, which he just did. And he still had 27 points. So, um, Murray, probably going to have over 25. Jokic probably have over 25 as well. I thought Butler was going to have over 25 last game. Yeah. Dude. 13 points. We just we have such good defenders. I we mean, do. Gordon's been locking them up. KCP, like when they switch off of Gordon, KCP's right there. The weakest defender is Murray and MPJ. Murray getting picked on in the last series against the Lakers. The Nuggets had to adapt and be like, okay, how can we protect Murray on defense? And so now we're better at doing that because of the Lakers series. So now we're preventing that switch from Jimmy to Murray, which I think is very, very huge. What I love about this whole thing, especially this game one, people thought we were going to be cold because of the break. Right. You thought you thought we were going to be cold? I mean, they're off for like 11 days. It was. I know, but that's rest time, B. We're still yeah. practicing. Yeah, like, true. That's right. Re- like, that, they have 11 days to prep for Miami. Uh, Miami didn't have nearly enough time to prep for the best fucking team in the league. Yep. Like, and all the Heat series... One game one in uh, Milwaukee. Uh, one game one at New York. One game one at Boston. The Miami Heat this season. And so they lost game one in Denver. Coach Malone was like, they're going to try and come out here and take game one. We got to fucking defend our home shit. If we want to, we need to take shit seriously. And they fucking came out, guns a blazing. And what's that Winston golden rule for the NBA, or at least the playoffs? Series doesn't start till you win, till you lose at home or win on the road. Boom. Yeah. So that's the series. Series. All right, I just put 
Let me chills. I dude, oh, I hope we do it. That'd be, be so cool. Avalanche last year, Nuggets this year. I hope they do it in four, just so my little saying is true. Yeah. Nuggets, Denver Nuggets in four for four, like Wendy's. Come on, dude. You get Nuggets in a Wendy's four for four. You got to put that in the bars. Song. If... I dude, I'm putting that in the song. Yeah, that's to get it for the Nuggets song. I got to write that shit. I'm right. writing that shit this week, and it's getting recorded on Friday. Hell yeah. Well, not this week. Next week. After this weekend. Because that game will be. All right, give me some bars, guys. I need some Nuggets bars. Throw, throw me through, right off the top. Give me. I know, I know you guys got some. I'm writing the one that you just threw me. You threw me one earlier, didn't you? No, I'm going to write the one. Uh, game four is on Nuggets. Friday at 630. So. Nuggets. Oh, for foe. Throw me, a, throw me a good bar, Dave. What you got for the Nuggets bars? I don't have any at the moment. Bro, you've been thinking of great ideas. You told me to... Sorry, I'm trying to make this bet. All right, all I'm right, focused. Right. Oh, Joker voice. Yeah, I remember Joker voice. Yeah, he's got a sample. Well, you, should, you should be making the bet with us. Verbally. Well, I'm yeah. just seeing what I'm seeing. Because it's saying when I'm trying to place this bet. Else, it says select bets cannot be combined. And I don't know what ones I combine that can't be. All right, Nuggets yeah. bar, go. What you got? I don't know. About a player. Aaron Gordon bar. Uh, Gordon's always scoring. I don't know. <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Gordon scoring. Uh, I got to think of something. Murray with the flurry. Ooh. I'm writing it down. <laughs> Brown putting it down. Brown putting it down. Town town. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're not. We're not putting it on in. Atlanta Rhodes. On Atlanta Rhodes. MPJ mm. with the play. Ooh. Where's Selena Powell? What? Mm. Who's Selena Powell? Some Denver whore. Oh, nice. Yeah, she was like, she like bangs all the rap. I don't know. Anyways, uh, <laughs> it's not, nothing to do with sports. Gotcha, gotcha. But right. she's, she's like the most famous Denver um, floozy. Okay, okay. That's what I'd say. All right. Um, so, yeah, Nuggets in four or Nuggets four to one. Taking it. We're going to the parade. Let's fucking get it. We've been waiting all year for this. What day is the parade? Uh, depends on when they win. So if oh, they yeah, win in four, depend. then they'll probably have a parade like the day, day after. after. Yeah, it's typically the day after. So if they win in Miami, they'll fly out right away and yeah. then do parade day after. Okay, yeah, cool. it's typically a day after or two days after. It depends on the timing of it and like because I'm they telling have, them I'll be like, I ain't coming to work today. Yeah, and it's through the city, so they have to like close off roads and stuff. So they have to plan. The city has to plan. Yeah, it's gonna be. What's sick. cool is I have my I can drive up and park probably park at my uh, uncle's house. Nice. He lives in. Denver, so oh yeah, just park there, and then we'll just fucking Uber to the fucking square. Oh yeah, all right. Hell yeah, because you right. already know it's gonna be a bitch finding parking if we try and park around there. Oh for sure, we're not gonna be able any to do anything else on Nuggets stuff. Um, let's talk about this motherfucker's bet that he's secretly making. I just us. well, I just tried to do a bunch of gimmies and it wasn't very good. Gotcha. Well, tell us what it was. It was like it's content. It was like Jokic to get a double double, which I think is the most obvious gimme. But so Jokic yeah. double double. Money line Nuggets over ten and a half Aaron Gordon over twenty. It was the lowest it would allow me to bet at the time. Um, over twenty three and a half Jokic, um, over twenty. I think it was like twenty one and a half for Jamal Murray. Um, there was one other one that I, I can't remember what it was, but it was like all gimmies. Like everything I just okay. named should absolutely come true. And if I would have bet ten bucks, I would have won like fifteen. So I was like, all right, cool, never mind. <laughs> yeah, the Gordon one may not happen just because he he went off on him this last time. So like they'll probably focus on him. 
Um, because he had, I don't know how many points he had, fourteen, I think. Um, well, so that bet seemingly didn't work out. But uh, while we're on the topic of NBA, did you guys see that um, Bob Myers, the general manager of the Warriors, has stepped down? I did see that. So mm. there's a lot of reasons why that I would dissect, and I like I hate referencing this sports personality, but he really nailed it on the head. I would say Nick Wright was explaining. Like, why would he want to leave right now? And it was basically a perfect storm. They won a championship that, for all intents and purposes, that the NBA didn't see them winning. Like, because, like, let's face it, they had super favorable matchups and injuries against yeah. their opposing team. So the Warriors got a championship later than they should have. But they still yeah. got one. That happened. You have the whole Jordan Poole gets a $128 million contract because of the pressure of him getting punched on social media. And then now he's he's not playing like he was, like for whatever reason. Yeah. He isn't playing as good as he was when he got that con- earned that contract. And then you have Clay Thompson, who's going to be in denial of about being a shell of himself, who's expecting an extension and is only going to get a team-friendly deal, let's face it. Yeah. You got the Draymond scenario where Draymond's going to be eligible for an extension in the near future. On top of that, the, the, the new collective bargaining agreement, puts they've been over the tax luxury for so many years, they've just been paying it because they're winning. They're selling out that arena, that brand-new arena. They're able to make money still, or like hemorrhage money even though they're paying the luxury tax the new luxury tax is going to be like a 400 million dollar luxury tax yeah they can't pay that their salary is like 250 million their luxury tax is like 277 million they're getting taxed more than they're paying their players they've yeah and because they were winning and putting asses in seats they were just accepting it because they realized like this run that they're having with curry and such is probably never going to look like this ever again yeah. nick will never happen again nick Wright asked the question why would he leave i'm my question is why would you want to stay like yeah. you have to make such tough decisions like do you keep draymond do you let him walk do you trade jordan pool in that terrible contract do you have, not do you have, not extend clay it's a mess dude i i'm trying to get rid of jordan pool probably clay thompson i'm trying to keep draymond and and Steph, but that's going to be hard to make happen. Clay Thompson's not worth the money that he's getting paid. Jordan Poole's definitely not worth the money he's getting paid. Andrew Wiggins is making like $30 million a year. He's good, not $30 million a year good. Yeah. You're going to have to trade away assets to get rid of Jordan Poole's contract. Like, it's just, he's... What in, a mess. The Warriors are in a really, really tough spot. It's the casualty of the dynasty, dude. It that's is. That's the casualties of the dynasty. When you, try when you have a dynasty like that, you got casualties after that shit. And the, the thing you know. is, is like, if the Warriors can somehow get rid of Jordan Poole. Well, good luck. But if they can, and they can keep Steph, Clay, and Dre together, and they extend Clay, and they extend Draymond, that is a fan is telling you, white flag dog. We're keeping them together because they what they've done in their history, but we are no longer putting winning first. We're putting respect first for these these dudes who've just kind of put their lives out there and like got us all these ships, which as a fan, I get it. Respect like, ain't good for business. But man. hold on, like you got <laughs> how many years was Kobe not playing seven games in eighty-two games regular seasons because he was so injury prone? Mm-hmm. But they kept him on the roster. They kept him paid because fans will attend games with him sitting on the sideline. It's, so as lame as it sounds, it's that's part. It's just respect it's, in business. It's different. If it was Steph Curry, and that's a good comparison with Kobe. Yeah. But when it's Clay Thompson, I was about to say Draymond Clay can't Green, compare to. Yeah. Well, they got Kobe they either. got drafted by this team. They've won ships with this team. Yeah. That's the, the the comparison. Do you know about the new CBA rules? Yeah, they can't like they're gonna fuck you on taxes if you give more than one supermax basically. Uh, or no, more you than just two. can't sign 
you can't do a mid-level exception. You can't sign shit for players. Yeah. Basically, you're going to have to get undrafted rookies mm -hmm. to fill your roster. And we already saw the Warriors' depth was a huge issue. So it's only going to get worse. Yeah. So, like, it's going to And our make... depth last year was complete veterans. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you're not Otto even... Porter Jr., fucking yeah. Gary Payton the second, And you're not like going to be able to do that if you are if you don't get under that hard salary cap, which you guys are above right now. Hard above. You guys like... are going to have to get rid of someone. I remember us talking about this years and years ago when they were well, raining. This is... When they were raining, we talked about this. Even you said, you're like, I don't know what's going to happen after this, but... We're enjoying it now is basically what – like that's not really what you said, but that was the context of that's the conversation. The, it's the sentiment. I mean yeah. – and if it wasn't for I just Curry – just talking about that. Now we're seeing it. With yeah. Our own eyes. I mean this is – it's to be expected. And on top of that, let's be honest. Like the whole player empowerment era and Kevin Durant shenanigans and all the jump – and like I'm not pointing fingers because a lot of players have done this. Like LeBron went to South Beach originally. They're trying – the NBA has basically seemingly saying we don't want bought chips anymore. And, like, the CBA seems like it's lending itself to that. Oh, for sure. The year of having a trio of three great all-star players. The big threes, players, yeah. That's gone. The dynasty If you don't draft, because, like, if you think about the OG. I mean, I don't know. Nuggets are dynasty. If, take it back, though. Let's rewind to the real big three that was purchased, Boston. You yeah. have Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, and Paul Pierce. Yeah. Like, I guess, did they draft Paul Pierce? They did. Okay, so. That was other, the only one they drafted. Yeah, the, they drafted the truth. Shout out Paul Pierce. You're a legend. But, like, your, other, your two best players on your team. You did not draft like the Warriors when they had Kevin Durant. He was the best player on the team. Didn't draft him. You know what I'm saying? The like the LeBron Lakers that won the championship in the bubble. That none of that team for the large majority got drafted. Like no, it's it says a lot more about it. I think like a a team that's core drafted is a way more bragworthy championship. Like the 2015 Warriors ship where it was like Harrison Barnes, Steph Clay, Dre like. David Lee was the highest paid player on the team. Andrew Bogut and David Lee were splitting the starting center position. Like yeah. Steve Blake was like one year removed from our six man. And then they moved Iggy off the starting lineup to him. Like that ring meant so much more to me than all of those Kevin Durant rings. Oh, for sure. And like that ring that Curry just got last year. Again, that's, that is the greatest Curry performance in a playoff run. In my opinion that he's ever put up yeah. averaging 30 in the finals against the defensive player of the year. Like, that that the Nuggets are about to do this. The Nuggets are about to sit through this exact same thing. Like Jokic winning the first ring in Denver, other than winning a ring in like the Madison Square Garden for the Knicks, I don't think there's another more deserving, more legendary place he could do it. Maybe if he went to like a complete shit team like Orlando, but let's let's be honest, before yeah. Jokic, the Nuggets weren't that great of a team. Like no. they weren't pl they weren't mm -hmm. playoff contenders slash championship aspir uh, aspirations. Like and to see now, like, the only reason I'm circling back to the Nuggets is because the Warriors just gave us a little bit of the blueprint. You draft these core guys, you keep them together, you get, a, like, a player-savvy coach, and you go from there. Yeah. So. Well, the Nuggets are going to be in trouble in a couple of years. Yeah. Once Murray's up when for Murray, his new contract. MPJ is going to get overpaid. Well, uh, we can't. We're not going to be able to keep all three of those guys. Nope. And uh, MPJ, I think he's still got, like, two or three more years on his deal. Murray, after this next year, he's going to get an extension. Jokic Let's face it, a nice, averaging a nice squeaky new deal. Yeah, averaging 30 beautiful. in the postseason. We post have him season. for how many years? Jokic. We got him for like three, uh, three or four. Jokic oh, will, four. realistically, if Jokic wins a ring this year, I could see, I wouldn't want to see it, but I could see Jokic fulfilling his current contract and then just going doing his own thing. But yeah, if maybe. not, 
If not, Jokic has got $250 million, like, single biggest contract at the time written all over it for his re-up. Yeah, he's definitely a super max contract yeah. player. He'll be, like, sure. the second dude after Curry that I'm aware of First to sign double two $200 million contracts. Yeah. What year was that last triple-double finals? Like the um, player, what, who was the player that got it last before Jokic? Oh, that was uh, the first debut. It was his debut. Kidd. Yeah, it's just debut. Oh, it's the only debut. Yeah. Jokic is oh, only. Yeah. Okay. There's been that's, triple. That's different. Bronze got them. Like, <laughs> that's a lot different. Yeah. Okay. Uh, never mind. I don't know what players have averaged a triple double in the finals. I'm sure the list is very, very small. Jokic is almost certainly going to do that. It, that's a good pickup if you could say that Jokic is going to average a triple double. Getting 14 assists in game one is going to help with that. He's definitely going to get over 10 boards every single game. Um, will he get 10 assists every single game? That's less likely. But uh, him getting 14, he could get six the next game, and add, that would be an average of 10 assists. Yeah, well, so, like, he's going to get more than six a game for sure. So I would that's a good pickup for averaging a triple-double in the finals for Jokic. Mm, trying like to get that. some pickups like that. I um, like that. But back to the Warriors. Do you think the Warriors dynasty is over now that the GM's gone? Um, It's... It's yeah, because it me that's the domino. If now, I, I think the Warriors the with the Warriors' current lineup right now. I don't know who were um like who could be walking or whose contract scenarios. I don't have all that written down in front of me, so I don't know what talent we might be losing. That being said, I think our current lineup is absolutely talented enough to make the playoffs, and I would expect yeah. them to make the playoffs if healthy. So I leave it at that. Draymond Green has a player option. Who did the Pistons just pick up as a coach? You don't know? Is it Rizzo? No. Um, they just picked up the guy from Phoenix that lost his... You don't Ma even know. Monty, you don't know Monty Williams. Yeah, Monty Williams. <laughs> I thought Dave would know. Okay, okay, okay. I thought Dave would know. <laughs> when you said anyway. Phoenix, I was like, I know who that is. Yeah, Monty Williams. <laughs> I like that you're all... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Uh, Monty Williams is now the coach for the Detroit Pistons. He, he got paid a fuck ton. He got paid like $78 million for like four or five years. Holy shit. He got paid a fuck ton. My man Monty riding in a Rolls Royce. There was rumors that Draymond was going to go to Detroit as a free agent. And uh, now they just picked up Monty Williams. And the Pistons have a pretty decent young team. That could lend itself to it, but they just got... um. That one, like, second overall draft pick that we traded to the Pistons. Wiseman. Yeah. Not, yeah that, not that, that he voids Draymond being, like, coming to a team and, like, making a, an impact. That's not what I mean. It would make sense for him to go there because he played at Michigan State. Like, that's home for him. And they're going to pay him a lot. Yeah. and Because he's not going to take a player-friendly deal, which is what he would need to do to stay with the Warriors. Because they have contracts locked up with Clay. He's making, like, $40 million. Obviously, Jordan Poole's locked up. Obviously, Clay Thompson's locked up. Like, so Draymond is the easiest person to just let walk. Unfortunately, though, if you let, like, as lame as it sounds, if it's Draymond or Clay, I'm keeping Draymond right oh, now because 100%. Draymond's IQ, yeah. like, Especially his, of last Draymond's year. plus minus, other than Curry, is the highest on the team for the most part. Oh, 100%. But you have to trade Clay Thompson's contract. And so he's making $40 million a year. No one's going to pick that up. No, because you have the new CBA rules. A lot of teams can't even afford that. The only teams that can't afford it are teams that aren't trying to compete for a championship. Clay Thompson's not going to sign an extension with them. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're going to have to trade. You're not going to get anything for Clay Thompson, essentially. Like, you're going to get, like, a divincenzo type player yeah because of the contract not because clay thompson's not a good player i'm not I, saying oh no yeah you're it, it's with the money involved so you know i i would on if i was the warriors i'd just blow that shit up keep curry and then just try and rebuild for the next year because you're gonna have a fuck ton of salary cap because you traded everyone 
and then you know let Draymond walk and let him play with the. If Pistons. the Warriors could somehow pull it off, like they need to do some type of, this would never happen, and I, this they couldn't even afford this, so this is just a pipe dream. So just laugh with me. They they get Wiggins, Poole, and Kaminga, and they package them somehow, send them wherever the hell, and somehow bring in Giannis. We'll win the championship. <laughs> definitely not happening. Giannis doesn't want to be <laughs> in don't, Milwaukee anymore. I don't anymore. know what kind of pipe dream that is, yeah. but that shit was, I made, said, out of, that I shit was said, made out of copper pipe, I, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I said laugh with me, did I not? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say humor me. I didn't even say humor me. I said laugh with me. Yeah. I don't even know if you could trade Curry for Giannis. I wouldn't even no, do that. No, we wouldn't do that. No, I, The reason I said that is just because of the rumor that Giannis um, is getting tired of the, the market that he's in, hypothetically. And could see himself out of Milwaukee. In his mind, he got them a ring. He owes them nothing. I don't think he. I don't think he cares about the big market shit. I think that he's was like Jokic. Yeah, it was just a, a pipe dream that won't. How about happen. this? Let's shift a little. Additional information is apparently going to come out on John ja Morant. Yes. After the finals, yes. boom! Additional information: John ja Morant gone off the team, free agent. Boom to the Warriors, right no, here, dude. He's not gonna go to the Warriors. Uh, that'd be sick. It would be sick, but. John yeah, Morant, give me fucking dabs. I'm work. helping you out. I think, I think that could work. Well, I just don't think he's going to go to the Warriors. I think John Moran is looking at a minimum of like a 41-game suspension. Yeah, let's go over-under on. There's additional information, boys. They're dropping some shit. There's some shit that happened that they haven't this talked isn't... about yet. It might not be just a suspension, man. Well, let's face it. He's got like, – We want to see what's going to happen. John Moran, the, the, the NBA shoved it. some crazy shit. Hold on. They shoved it under the rug because the um, the postseason was approaching, and they knew that John Moran was the like number one dude on his team for the most part and they needed that and then ultimately they were going to play the lakers so the nba wanted to do like brand or image management and try to shove it under the rug not that to say the nba was tolerant of jaw's behavior i don't think that was the case at all like um adam silver has spoken very sternly about the scenario yeah but that being said i think they wanted to like hemorrhage the the bleeding so that they can have their star and people wouldn't boycott games because if people were aware but like he John Morant had the gun incident when he was at Shotgun Willie's in Denver. He had the incident where he went to his sister's like volleyball game and allegedly assaulted some student. He had the incident where he fought a kid at like a YMCA pickup game yeah. um, and like allegedly brandished a firearm during that. And now he has the incident recently where he's on live again with a firearm. The NBA absolutely does not tolerate this behavior and i in no way shape or form think that they do i don't think he's getting any preferential treatment he's getting star treatment i think that's what it is that being said he leads by example a lot of kids look up to him whether he likes it or not and he's perpetuating a lifestyle that let's face it you have nothing to do with john morant you never grew up in that you were a suburbs kid wearing fucking boat shoes and cargo shorts like with your like it's like that i saw a hilarious video on twitter where they um, did the Eminem eight mile rap over it, and it was yeah. just like parents. Parents had a real good marriage. It's like yeah, you had totally. that. You had a great lifestyle. You have, you literally have no reason. Like no one doesn't think you're hard, bro. You almost retired Kevin Love by baptizing him by jumping over him. That's the hardest shit you can do with a basketball, if you ask me. Yeah. So that being said, bro, like you're gonna get punished, and if you don't get a punishment, I think that that speaks volumes to the NBA's tolerance of this behavior. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna get punished. I my over under is I'm. Confidently saying 40 games. You and I'm just games? saying, this additional information could change the whole perspective on this and whole situation. What if the additional information is jaw fucking pistol whip one of the strippers? Well, regard- we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We'll but find out after the finals. We're gonna well, find out some shit. If it's that bad, if though. It's like ba- If it's that bad, like well, some shit could change. He could not be on the... 
He'd lose I don't think he'll get kicked out of the league, though. No. Not out the, I'm not saying out the league, but to save face, team be like, hmm. Oh, I think he just signed a, long, a long-term contract. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, while we're, Even if some so, crazy shit on, came out, if it, they still it won't. If they find so. out it's that so. bad, we won't hear about it. The reason I say ah, that, I see you, I see the reason you, I, see I say that, and this is also an important topic that we can refer to, is um, the Ime Udoka scenario. The whole media knows. So many people have like said, like, yeah, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. But no one will say what it is. Oh, yeah. really? The rumor is that he had an affair with one of the owner's team's wives. Or the owners of the team's wives. Savage. But the reason every <laughs> hold on, everybody knows that it like everyone in media knows the specifics because they say on the media, like, we can't talk about it. It's that bad. So we yeah. they know if, but if the public doesn't know. The, the no one knows. My it's man, not leaked. My man no blew one, her butthole out, huh? Regardless, if that's the not. case and it's that he bad says, if it's not. if it's that bad and it's just an affair, again, because it involves like a marriage, assumingly with an ownership scenario, which no one wants to get into that. Big yikes. John Morant will probably be under wraps if it's worse than okay. brandishing a fire. Well, like if he, I don't know that for a fact, but I'm just going to use that example as the NBA doesn't want to talk about what happened because it would make just in it of itself talking about it makes the whole National Basketball Association look bad. John Morant same vibes. They're going to punish him. He's going to he's already lost like I read that he lost over like 39 million dollars between endorsements and then like All Star appearances that he's going to like lose participation on and stuff like that. He's going to get punished. It's just sad that he's not learning from it. I just thought it was kind of weird that they're waiting to like. Why would it matter after the that NBA much? Finals? They yeah, don't but why? Take away why does from it? That. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that kind of makes sense. But I, I don't really think it would. Like, it would a little bit. The media so? would talk about John Morant getting suspended for 30, 40 games, however many he gets, however much he gets suspended. Instead the fuck of was that? Instead of uh, who's there? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Um, Random at the door. Yeah, but uh, I think it would take away, take away from the Nuggets. So my over is like thirty games. I think it'll be a little bit over thirty games. Uh huh. Well, I think I don't know. I just think it's like since it's additional information, like they're like hyping. It's like hyping it up, kind of like they're like you know what I mean, like. Like yeah. we got additional information, we're gonna tell you after the finals. Like yeah. you know what I mean? That's kind of how I see it. Like, I think they're just withholding it because they don't want to distract from the current NBA finals. Because if the information is like egregious, let's say it comes out the NBA was aware that he like I don't know he did have another like a gun crime or something, and then they allowed him to play after knowing that information, people would like be like, I'm not gonna watch an NBA game because I know that they're they are tolerant of that behavior. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it's kind of saving face as well as they don't want the hotline or the media tagline during the NBA Finals to be anything but the score of the game. Yeah, positive. Yeah, no, for sure. Mm. I agree. Wow, any more NBA news? Um, what do y'all feel? Not, I had to bring that up because that was kind of – Not really. Yeah. I talked about the Monty Williams thing. That was one of the biggest things. There's a lot of coaches that are expected to be hired in certain places yeah. that are kind of like – Nick Nurse got hired to the 76ers. He's a great coach. Mm. We'll see if they can get out of the second round. With Julius Randle had surgery on his ankle. I didn't even know he had something going on with his ankle. Yeah. Here, let's see what we yeah, got. I think that's pretty much on NBA. If you guys want to get into UFC, UFC shit. So, a lot of... Um, let me Press pull. that soundbite, Derek. I'm going to try to find this. Um, now it's time to talk MMA. Oh, yeah. I like it. So there's this um, page that I follow on Twitter that does really good like encapsulations of 
like what's going on in the MMA world over the weekends. And I'm trying to find it because even though it was a light weekend last week, we didn't have any major promotional cards other than I think one FC. Um, there was a lot of MMA that took place last yes. week. Yes, like there was the Road to the Octagon, which is like Dana White has it's like the Chinese in yeah, China, right? They have an Apex Center in China, like they have the equivalent of the UFC Apex Center that's in Vegas. And what it is is just like their venue that they can host bouts, and then they're doing instead of like the Contender Series, they're just hosting cards, but they're calling it Road to the Octagon. And so like this card was all Chinese bouts. I'm trying to find the. We also had a few boxing bouts too. Dude, I'm just gonna show you some of the highlights once I find this because the amount of chaos that took place was nuts. Let me scroll. <clears throat> dun 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 dun. Speaking of um, MMA that's taking place right now, there's currently a KSW card. So for those who are unfamiliar, we don't ever really cover them because it's a Russian-based MMA organization. And, like, they, they, I don't know the names of most of their fighters. There's some fighters that come from KSW that wiggle their way into the UFC. But um, there was a – again, I don't know the names of either of these fighters. I was showing Winston and Rick earlier. This homie was in a full guard, like, on his back. Oh, my God. And threw a left hook from the guard, knocked homie – who was in full mount on him, clean out. I wish we knew their names. All right, found the page. So the page that everyone Yo, should... why does your uncle have, like, the oldest ringtone in the world? My cousin. Oh, your cousin? Oh, yeah. So everybody, you should follow this page. It's called... Um, why sh I'd rather call him your deal. Shout out um, The Octagon Obsessed. It's on Twitter. They do recaps of every weekend in um, MMA, and they will cover, sport, like, things that we didn't cover. So I'm going to refresh. I'm going to show you all these. So... Ka, again, I'm going to butcher these names. This is some of the Road to the Octagon bouts. Um, Kawen Lee defeats Kai Lu via KO punches. I can show you every one of these. Oof. Every single one is nuts. Oof. Homies are all getting like baptized. Um, KSW has some good so freaking cards, man. Genie Shui defeats Billy Satan via KO. Ground and pound in the first round. These are all that took place last week. Um, this one homie got one of the craziest elbows I've ever seen. I don't want to. I don't even want to butcher his name. But look at this. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Fuck. So that was nuts. Um, Sang Wan Kim defeats Kasayuki Sasu via KO. Um, I'm just gonna keep scrolling. These ones aren't that impressive. Um, dun 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 dun. Bro, I don't want to butcher this name either, but. He won by unanimous decision, but look at this shit. Hell yeah, dude. Just a, a straight, like, Seagal kick, but he got a running start. He looked like the, that looked like Sami Zayn's super kick. <laughs> um, one highlight that I wanted to mention at 1FC, um, Johan Gazili defeats Tai Sor Jor Paik. Wow, this dude has, like, five names, sorry. Regardless, he beat him via KO in the third round. Johan is 16 years old. What the fuck? 16 years old, and he's KOing grown-ass men in one FC. That's wild. Yeah, that is wild. Whose parent, who's parents let him sign up for this? He probably <laughs> doesn't have parents. That's why he's fighting. Damn. Just an orphan. <laughs> um, so Luis Alberto Lopez defeats Michael Conlon via KO in the fifth round for the IABF World Featherweight title. That was pretty impressive. Um, another, there was a unanimous decision win. Lee Woods defeats um, Mauricio Lara to the, to retain the WBA World Featherweight title. Um, there were some LFA bouts, nothing crazy. 
I'm trying to find. There's a very specific knockout, though. Oh, yeah. Ollie Thompson defeats Alexio Linick via KO right hand. So, Alexio Linick. Oh, dude, that the, one was bad. The boa constrictor. He's a legend in the UFC. He's got the most Ezekiel choke wins in MMA ever. And if you don't know what that is, basically, if you get taken down, he'll, like, put his arms around your head like this while you're on top of him, and he'll make you go completely to sleep. He almost defeated Derek Lewis with the Ezekiel choke. Um, he won. That's about it as far as last week's concerned. This week we have um, it's Kai Car of France. I can't remember his opponent right now. It's taking place today, probably. I want to say 8 p.m. our time is when the main card starts. Main card starts at 7 p.m. Prelims start at 4 p.m. today. If you're watching this live, mm. um, let's talk about the Devin Haney and Lomachenko fight, though. We we squeaked on that a little did bit. Did we? Did we already? Yeah, we squeaked on it a little bit last week. It was controversial. Well, is it that far away? Damn, my weeks are all fucked up, dude. It was a little controversial because, like, we, did we talk about it? I mean, I I was saying how like I didn't watch the fight. I watched the highlights and like when they were announcing the winner uh, via unanimous Haney, his facial expression was as if he lost. And then when they said his name, he like perked up, like what, like. A lot of people thought that that was a uh, that should have been a draw or that Loma had it. Yeah, I heard but it's Loma boxing it. now. Though we get Shakur Stevenson versus Devin Haney. Take my money. Um, still looking forward to um, Crawford versus Spence. That's going to be oh, that was oh, I can't wait for that. Clarissa bro. Shields. So, Ter- so Terrence recently had an interview on uh, Ariel Hawani's. That was a good interview. Go check that out if you uh, haven't seen it. Um, Clarissa Shields is defending all her boxing Ooh. belts tonight, I believe. Shout out Clarissa Shields. Definitely the quote. She joined. Definitely the quote, dude. She joined the Great, um, greatest woman of all time, dude. She's she's for boxing. She's up nice. there. It's like her and like yeah, some people kind Two of Olympic gold medals. Come on. Some people consider like Layla Ali because of her her dad, but and she had some uh, spectacles. You can't just oh, be the greatest bro, because hold on. your dad, bro. We have all to. Right. We forgot Bitch, to we go for, get two gold medals. We forgot to mention that fucking um, Katie Taylor lost. We did forget to mention that. By UD, she lost, she, but she went up against a. She basically did what Canelo did. She, she went up against like a Dimitri Bivol. She who, lost a lot of rounds, man. She, she went up a against a way. She went up against a bigger fighter, and it just showed. Like, yeah, weight classes exist for a reason. Like, yeah. all timers can deviate a couple weight classes up and down. Like Manny Pacquiao was possibly the greatest. If we're going to talk about most weights held belts, that being said, there's just your she body, wants to run it back. Your too. frame is limited, but this, if you ask me, it sucks that she lost because once you lose that, oh, the the marketability is not the same, but. Her versus Amanda, because Amanda Serrano got hurt. The rematch was going to happen. Serrano got hurt. She took this other fight on whatever terms. I don't think this was a step-in fight. I think this was just a renegotiated, different bout for Katie Taylor, and she lost. She bet on herself. She lost. But I don't think she lost a belt. I think she was going up to challenge for a bigger belt, if I'm not mistaken. Either way, Katie Taylor, Amanda Serrano, that rematch is the biggest women's boxing rematch ever, if you ask me. I'm not, I've never so been more. happens because, I mean, now that she it lost. It has to happen, bro. Now that she lost. Both her but, and Serrano have one O. I know. Lost their O. I know, but Katie wants to run it back. She wants the fight back. The she's, rematch is the one she just lost. For it. She's asking for she's, it. She's I think, for it. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I read both fighters in the Katie Taylor bout had rematch clauses for that bout because this, this isn't like a Floyd Mayweather thing where it's only Floyd would have got the, the rematch clause. Or like so, Gervonta Davis. Yeah, that shit. Speaking of Gervonta. He has to spend the rest of his 90-day house arrest sentence. He does. In jail. Yep. He violated his house arrest terms and he's basically been dealing with a probation for like an assault or something that took place. Go do place. your time, bro. Well, they allowed him to do his um the the King Ryan fight. They allowed that to happen. The courts respected that. It happened and then as soon as that was over, he immediately went to court, was sentenced to like 90 days house arrest, violated it. Now you're in jail, dog. <laughs> 
I know you're a badass boxer and you're going to get some preferential jail treatment because they're going to separate you from general pop. But that being said, fuck yeah, he will kill people. That, well, <laughs> he will I mean, kill people in jail if they don't. I mean, that being said, Gervonta, you're like a hundred and like forty pound boxing champ. There are as we like as we see, there are two pounds. There are two hundred. There are two hundred and five pound prison homies that Gervonta cannot. He doesn't hit hard enough. Like, all, they'd, all they literally have to do is close the distance on him. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I've always said this. The jail fight. I've dude. always humored this just to be like honest. Like we talk it, pound it, for pound. Hold on, let's let's be real. They're not fighting. They're stabbing. They're stabbing the shit out of him. But yeah, like no, the reason I'm fight. well, the, I just like, the reason I reference this is because like we always talk like there are weight classes for a reason. Like if you took like Mighty Mouse, who is one of the greatest fighters to ever compete, ever pound for pound, Mighty Mouse, and you put him up against a hundred and seventy five pound like perf- trained perf- like Poirier. yeah Poirier. like no one thinks that Dustin Poirier is a better MMA fighter than Mighty Mouse but size will neutralize everything that he had working for himself and same will be applied All to Gervonta have to do is close the distance that's what I'm saying so like Gervonta you're I don't think that you're gonna be in any problems in jail you're so like sought after as a celebrity they're gonna keep you in solitary doing your own thing but like bro all those rounds and all those like all those hands you got will not save you in jail bro yeah, how did this turn into Gervonta getting beat up in jail? I don't think he's going to get beat up. He's going to be he's going to be separated, but the reason we were talking he's about is it's stabbed, all bro. it's all boxing news, you know, like the whole rematch yeah. scenario, Gervonta so he's like He's going to be by um, himself. He, he King Ryan him. came out recently and said that when he lost, he felt like his entire team basically ghosted him. Him and Oscar are going at it. Have you seen that? Fuck Oscar De La Hoya. That dude's a crooked promoter. He's he just going at, he's just a cokehead who like takes going people's at money. People. They're going at people. Well, yeah. Uh, him and Oscar are not on good terms. Right Oscar's now. not on good terms with anybody. Yeah, that I mean, was his last. Is? That was like Oscar's last shred of like hope, as far as like a guy that he can leech off of for the foreseeable future. I don't know who else Oscar De La Hoya, but he sculpted his abs, who, dude. Who else? Who like who else is Golden Boy Promotions associated to? And he's not even associated to him now. Like, let's face it. That's I don't see Oscar De La Hoya having much of a footprint in boxing moving forward. Yeah. Other than like him doing like a Tito Ortiz Chuck Liddell off, fight, just go do coke somewhere. Yeah, bro. Like, go yeah. do go do lines off your own abs. Whoa, that's pretty dope. <laughs> um, I guess while we're jumping around in slight tangents of news, did you see Luke Thomas reported the alleged numbers that leaked from UFC's earnings last year? So mm-hmm. allegedly, UFC made like three hundred and eighty million dollars last year. Holy shit! You know what's funny? Um, boxing's biggest promoter, Eddie Hearn and company, like the biggest promotion in boxing, made $14 million last year. UFC's excuse that they can't pay these people boxing what money, that shit fucking sailed, dog. What you, the fuck? You know what's crazy? It's, hold on. Sale, you know what's bro. crazy? Listen, if you, listen, listen, hold on. If you take all of boxing, and this Dana's is all of, hold on, paid. hold on, hold on, pause. All of boxing, all of competitive MMA, we're talking 1FC, PFL, Bellator, KSW, everything. You combine all other combat sports, they didn't make $380 million last year. The UFC now has a money monopoly on combat sports. They made more money than all – like, so you're telling Holy me $380 – That's profit right there. That's money that they like is excess of cost of doing business. That's like money you don't even know what to do with. $380 million. So at this point, I am starting to lean into like – like if a, a, if a boxing organization that's paying like $60 million to they like can't... Anthony Joshua who made less than $20 oh. million them, on themselves are paying – they're paying three times their or four times their revenue to individual fighters. Sure, there's a lot of endorsements um, in – 
like ingrained in those deals regardless Bro. ufc has no fucking excuse now their overhead form. costs aren't even a fraction of and that. they're doing all these events that, that, the, the apex center they they own that my thing there's is, no overhead for that. their excuse for years has been and, you don't know our overhead on, you don't know our on. overhead it gets worse you don't know the money you don't know what goes behind all these bro your overhead does not no, even it, clear 50 bro, million bro it gets worse okay so you know how you have like Dana bragged or like said that one time. He's like, you know how much money it costs to turn the lights on in Madison Square Garden? There's like about five hundred thousand dollars. Did you know when the UFC goes out of state or out of country, especially out of country, like you wondered why they've been so like like close to Dubai? The, every time they go out of country, like when they're going to New Zealand, New Zealand puts up eighty million dollars to have them to host them. That's wild. Out of country, like to host the UFC for the privilege of, cause you know, what's going to sell out, you know, eyes are going to see it. You know, they're going to sell concessions and that's all money to the, the local economy. The, the, the governments have to, yeah, the UFC, the local governments are putting, they put money? up. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't think that the Abu Dhabi deal was a little questionable. The reason they did it other than COVID because Abu Dhabi's like, we'll have events. We don't fucking care. Um, is because they pay the UFC egregious amounts of money for the privilege of hosting UFC events. Wow. Yeah, so the UFC's this whole money market thing, like the UFC has no excuse now. This is bullshit. I've, I've been saying it, bro. I didn't need to see the profit margins. We've all been margins, saying it. Well, we've been <laughs> no, all been saying it, but that's intense. When I well, that's let's, crazy. let's be fair. I was. We all knew this. Like the UFC was making like money hand over foot, and they were just pissing. They did the best year they've ever done last year, and then the year before that was the best year they'd ever done. It's appreciating in value. This company. It makes sense. They're putting and on they just all did these that fights. WWE deal with Endeavor, like oh all these things God. that are happening. It makes sense. Like it does make sense. It makes sense. But that being said, if you're you had the best year, there's no data that I'm aware of that supports any combat anything making 380 million dollars in a year. Combat sports has never been that financially lucrative <laughs> on a global basis, and the UFC <laughs> has monopolized it. It's not I, close anymore. I'd make a union if I'm a fighter, bro. They've tried it 80 times. It they work. tried, and it always failed. It and always the fails. last time they tried it, it, this is kind of funny. I would only know this because I'm a like, you, um, MMA nerd. It happened in like the before like 2010. They had this MMA fighters union that was head by like GSP, former owner of Bellator, Bjorn Silva. Remney. They had Silva. They had Anderson Silva. They had like, those were two UFC champions at the time that Legends were a, that of were a part sport. of this. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Cain Velasquez was involved. But like all these, and then as it happened, it turned out Bjorn Remney took. A bunch of money to set up a union because you pay union dues and then bjorn remney went to like the fucking bahamas and like oh no one God. knows where he is now so he was crooked as fuck Fucked there was a lot up. of rumors That's when whack. bjorn was selling um bellator that like fighters were just like like fighters like if i ever see him i'm gonna kill him They're like why yeah. is like because he didn't pay me for my last three bouts i bet so that's that first attempt at the biggest attempt at an organized union was head by a crooked ass son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, because so. we have unions in baseball, football, everything, basketball. So like, MMA. bro, they got that shit in pickleball, dog. Yeah, you need and that you know, shit in MMA, bro. So MMA, and on top of that, all of their fighters are um, independent contractors who yeah. have um, exclusive contract clause. Which you're an independent contractor, but you can't go compete elsewhere yeah. because you represent us now. Which means they, the UFC is not responsible financially for zero taxes for all of their fighters. Zero. Damn. You're an independent contractor. You put up – it's uh, the responsibility of the UFC fighter to, no to save approximately 35% of their purse and know that that's tax money. That's what independent contractor oh, taxation looks like. Damn, imagine this. So much imagine this. You're a UFC fighter and you're fighting in Vegas. You might be fighting in Cali. You might be fighting in fucking Florida because they just York, did a Miami dude, card. New York. You are financially responsible to figure out the tax obligations of all these places, even though you reside in wherever the fuck you reside. Yeah. It is a nightmare. So, I mean, this is a kind of like 
Okay, so Francis just got $20 million. This is kind of a couple-week-removed news. The UFC didn't want to pay them. It kind of makes sense the UFC didn't want to pay them. But on the interim, why not? You can afford it. You yeah. can clearly afford Can you afford to start pissing out money? No. You can't give everyone the bag. But you can sure as fuck give your champions the bag. There should be, there should be skill-based compensation, if you ask me. If you're fighting for a number one contender spot, you should be earning more than if you're fighting for the, the, the number 15. Right. If you're trying to break into the 15... Like, when you do title fights, you have to win the title to get pay-per-view points. If you win... That's why interim belts are cool, kind of, because the fighter gets pay-per-view points. Or, like, the BMF belt that we're about to see get contested for again. If they don't put that belt on there, those fighters don't get those pay-per-view points. So, yeah. they win. They're going to go fight for the real belt with pay-per-view points, which is awesome. I want all fighters to have that. But pay-per-view points implies that if you move the needle, you get paid for it. If you the needle doesn't move and you're on the card, it sucks to suck. So... Yeah. It just, uh, that it kind of makes me mad, bro. Like UFC's, that's hundreds of millions of dollars profit per in year. In a year, yeah, in one, one, one year, in three hundred and sixty-five days, you made a million dollars. Hold on, a let's break that down. Day. You made a million dollars a day. I want to break that. You made down. more than one million dollars. More than a, day. a million a day. Let's let's exact that. I want to see how many how much money they made in a day. Three hundred eighty-one. Like, I think it was three eighty-one. It might have been three sixty something. It was definitely. We'll excess, go off of the three eighty. Over three fifty, one hundred percent. We'll you're, go off of three. You're making over a million dollars in a day, dog. You're making one million and forty-three thousand. One million forty-three thousand eight hundred and thirty-five dollars and sixty-one cents a day. A day. And, and you got if, you got Francis out here making five hundred k. You're making forty grand an hour. They make $43,493 an hour. That's wild. An hour, dude. The fact that the UFC made that much money. They make $725 a minute. You, if, like, again, in, in a logical oh, world, the UFC needs shit. to be, like, if you fight for the UFC for these belts or you're contending for belts, you need to be the highest paid combat athlete on the planet. If we're talking profit versus like what you sow you know if what i'm, I'm saying? the fighters and, and I you're see not this i'm not fighting well and on top of that like boxing is a one that's a one trick sport you're only training boxing mma you're you're avoiding head kicks you're avoiding your limbs getting snapped and fucking grappling exchanges you're avoiding there's, breaking your there's fucking a, shin in half there's so leg. much more risk to your 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 well-being and body in mma than just pure boxing now cte is probably way more prevalent in boxing than mma but it's definitely yeah, prevalent ask in mma rose nama Yunus when she got slammed on her face by jessica andrade literally got knocked out by the earth and gravity yeah like so for comparison purposes guess how much the nba profited at its maximum probably maximum. like like 200 and like 50 mil 70 million dollars was the profit margins for the nba in 2019 70 million dollars so an 82 game season Holy three months absent regular like well, a, hold on that makes nine sense, month though. season basically that kind of makes sense though you they're holding so many more events on top of so that, so many more stadiums that they have to pay for, so but, many more refs, so many more but, players, so many. You know, a lot of that profit is also segmented because every stadium is endorsed. You got Ball Arena, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like a lot of the profit that goes to those arenas is segmented. Well, to, these aren't the teams. This uh, is just the NBA, just the National the Basketball Association. The NBA as so that's money that the NBA. That's still crazy. That's money that they made on whatever um, percentage that they get from ticket sales as the the organization, as well yeah. as. The selling of merch. And yeah, that's still crazy. That's about that's it. That's crazy. Yeah. What else does the NBA make that much money off of? Likeness yeah, of players, yeah, yeah. merch. Tax, luxury tax goes to the NBA. True. Um, and it goes to other teams, though. But the NBA is not like a greedy organization. No. They spread they the wealth. I mean, we are we were literally just talking about Jokic and his $200 million fucking contract. So yeah. they're spreading the wealth. Yeah. I mean, 
Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. 300, 300 million profit in a year is wild. That's, That's wild. More than four times what the NBA did at its peak. Yo. That's more than 20 hey. times what the leading boxing um, promotion did. I'll give year. it to yeah. him, man. 20. I'll give it to him. Endeavor, 20. Dana White, the Fertitas, all these, the ones that did well, it. Yo. That's a big I'll mutual ho- fund of money, I'll though. I'll pay homage to you because they, wow. Yeah. That's as a, crazy. As a franchise, that year, uh, the Warriors made $200 million. Oh, that's good. Um, and the, Oh, that's just income. So that's oh, profit. that's not profit. Yeah, yeah, that ain't profit. Yeah, and that was just that year. Three hundred and eighty mil profit is just wild. Why? Again, putting that into putting that into context, all organized like not just MMA. We're talking boxing, MMA, Muay Thai, all organized like data sports that involve combat that we're aware of that report taxes to their country. Like I don't know what the fuck Russia's doing. They might not have accurate numbers. Whatever. UFC did more than all of them combined. Yeah, sounds oh, like so plus crazy. the NBA. It sounds like that's oh. a monopoly. That's that is, like, and they're not necessarily a monopoly because there's all these other organizations. But it's like no one that no, there. It's, it's like, like Kleenex to tissue. It is fiscally impossible to compete with the UFC. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, dude. That the no other organization with MMA has pay per views. They there's no one even. That does, on the path of being no one, yeah. The pay per view format does not succeed with other there's no organizations. One on the, they just don't have the star power yet. If this was a NASCAR race, the UFC would be doing fucking rounds on the rounds, and all the other cars would be in their trailers driving. No, this is a few states away. To compare, like, hold on. To compare the UFC, driving to the fucking track still. UFC right? is like if you compared the UFC to their competitors, you would like. So let's take an NFL analogy, football analogy. You would like. All right, the NFL's biggest competitors probably let's say the CFL. For money, I don't know that. I'm just saying it. The, for financial purposes, comparing the UFC to their competitors wow. to like, if you compare that to compare the NFL to CFL to make that analogy work, you would have to compare the NFL to like Pop Warner. Mm. That's like that's how Fuck. sparse these numbers are. Uh, this is fun. This is great talk, but we should move on. All right, well, let's get to this card. This huh? fight night. This so, fight night card. It doesn't have a name. Or yeah, UFC Vegas 74. It's taking place right now. And Early I... prelims started at. Actually, never mind. The early prelims start at four. So here in an hour, guys. So right after this uh, broadcast, I've got the card pulled up on my phone. Right after this broadcast, uh, <laughs> just pull up the fights, guys. So let's run through these. Uh, pull up the odds, Mister Winston. We're gonna run right through these. They get all uh, these names right here. The prelims. We're gonna go through the prelims and then the main card. We're just gonna shoot. We're gonna. Sh- I'm not gonna really like kind of touch on the prelims that much because these are a lot of uh, names that I do not know. Some of them I do though. So let's start this with the light heavyweight bout that's starting out the whole card. Philip Lins taking on Maxim Grishin. Maxim Grishin, thirty-two and nine. That record's Damn. pretty wild for being the first fight on a prelim. Yeah. Uh, he's taking on Philip Lins, sixteen and five. What are those odds looking like? Uh, Maxim or Maxim, however you pronounce it, is a minus. One twenty-two, so toss up. Okay, and you know it's sometimes when we're talking MMA, never go off a record, guys. I'll say their record, but that's just to give you an idea of their experience. Doesn't mean that a thirty-two and nine guy is going to beat a sixteen and five guy. That sixteen and five guy can knock this guy out cold. So you know, and that's a pretty that's a pretty close. Uh, later in later in the card, I will I will mention someone's record disparity because it's a okay. UFC record. Like it's the biggest disparity in um. Fight like one having way more fight history than the, than the other. other. Damon Blackshear fights right after that first fight that I just just explained. Bantamweight bout against Luan Lacerda. Luan Lacerda twelve and two. We have Damon at twelve and five. What are those odds looking like, Winston? We got Luan at minus one fifty six and Darman at 
plus 132. Mm. These are really close odds. Yeah. Uh, right after that, we had Elise Reed taking on Jin Yu Frey. Uh, this is a woman's strawweight bout, 6-3 and three, uh, for Elise. And then we have Jin Yu Frey, 11-8. and eight. Now, I want to touch Jin Yu Frey coming off of a uh, knockout loss in a 40 seconds, I want to say. Her last bout, 40 seconds and out. Uh, Elise Reed, I don't know if she's coming off of a win or a loss. But we have Jin Yu Frey at 11-8. and eight. Okay, that's when we're talking record now. Taking on Elise Reed six and three. What are those yeah. odds? Uh, Jen, we got plus one twelve, and then Elise, we got minus one thirty two. Wow. To give them, to give me. Um, so it looks like they should be good fights. Vegas thinks they're going to be good fights. Good fights, or they just don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah, right. Uh, Jamie Malarkey taking on Muhammad uh, Namov. Namov at eight and two. Jamie Malarkey. That's a name I know. Jamie Malarkey is a go getter. He is a go getter. He's a killer. He be killed. Sixteen and five. He fights to win, nothing less. So if he's he's kill or be killed. This is a lightweight bout. Uh, we're in the middle of the prelims right now. What is what are those odds, Mister Winston? Uh, we got Jamie with a big favorite, minus four sixty. Oh, yeah. What uh, is Namov sitting at? Namov is at plus three sixty. Wow. Will this fight go the distance? Uh, yes. We got Jamie Malarkey with a four inch reach advantage. Yeah, will he's it go a the tall distance? lightweight. No, is minus two forty mm. to not go the distance. That's pretty good. That's a nice parlay piece, I'd say, huh? John Castaneda taking on Muin Gafrov in the Bantamweight division. That mustache says he's winning. That mustache. Damn. Look at that. That's, I mean, that's a that's a beaner mustache if I've ever seen one. Damn. And I, I would he's know. with that. Because I am, in fact, a beaner. So. <laughs> You're the original. I, I'm the Spaniard. <laughs> I'm the, uh, I'm the, um originator if we could say like the yeah yeah see thank you <laughs> that was good dude i like that <laughs> i picked up what you were putting down right hey look who's back andre arvlowski back in it taking on dontel mays dontel mays nine and five andre arvlowski 34 and 21 so for those who don't no know contest. andre arvlowski was a former ufc heavyweight champ he made his ufc a debut beast. i think in 2001 oh my god 2023 yep. this guy's like the lebron of according UFC. to our um our our homie good. jake shout out jake hope you're doing well he said that Love um you, jake. he said he met andre arvlowski total dick like not very friendly Just not very welcoming kind of. And if, one thing that's kind of funny, from years of torment and MMA abuse, he has, like, a very permanent broken nose. So every time you see Andre Arlovsky fight, he's probably mouth-breathing. Yeah. Shout out to Andre Arlovsky, though. And he won his last fight. Yeah. He's winning. That's the thing. He's gets pull he, up this record It's for the Andre. heavyweight division, bro. You can string together some wins. This is crazy. His first he's fight relevant. was in 2000, actually. I said 2001. I was wrong. That was before the Fertitas bought the UFC. And his he won by submission against Aaron Brink. Jesus Christ. Remember Aaron Brink? No, I don't. God, dude, I remember the Disney Channel movie Brink. That's an old fighter. That's a, Aaron Brink's an old school cat. All right. Andre Alvlowski, his one won his – oh. he won two and lost one last year. He got submitted by Marcos Rodrigo de Lima, who is uh, fighting Derek Lewis soon. And then he won two decisions, one against Jake Collier, one against Jared Bandera. Not the deepest competition, especially in the heavyweight division. But, I mean, this is a legend right here. I'm very happy that he's just getting wins. So I really want him to get the win against Dontel Mays. But I don't know if I don't know if Andre's going to do it because Dontel Mays is a goon. Um, he is coming off of a loss by decision against Augusto Sakai. That was a really good fight. Um, he had a draw in 2022. 
2021, he got a knockout of Josh Parishian. Um, so he hasn't had a knockout in two years. Um, Andre, Andre Avlowski hasn't had a knockout in two years, at, min, at least minimum. So I really don't know what's going to go on in this fight. I'm going to be riding with Andre, though, just because of the legend. What are those odds, Mr. Winston? For Andre? Yes. Uh, or we got, Walpole's. We got Mayes or Mayes at minus 134 and Andre at plus okay, 114. So he's the underdog. Not too much of an underdog, though. Shouldn't not, go the like distance. It's like a pick em. Yeah. Pick em. Shouldn't go the distance. Shouldn't go the distance. Heavyweights. Heavyweights under three is a pretty See, assuming bet. So, but if we're going off of Mr. Andre's last two wins, both of those wins were they, decisions. They think it will go the distance. It's minus uh, 152. So, I mean, you know, it's pretty much a toss-up. It's but a toss-up for that one. Favored to go the distance. Hmm. I love seeing these legends fight. I enjoy talking about their fights and, like, pulling up their old records. And So, shout-out to the the late and great Mr. Andre Ovalowski. Not late. He's not late. He's still I here. I mean, the... The great Arlovsky. The here. When you say about, the late Arlovsky... I know. Prime. I kind of said... I said, yeah, he's past his prime. But when you say the late, that implies Yeah, it does. Like, he's doing good late. He's about to late. die tonight. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Just kidding. The... How about this? The... The vibrate and great Andre Arlovsky. Stupid. Mm. You, you didn't like that? Ellen <laughs> DeGeneres. Yeah. So, yeah. Ellen so DeGeneres. Moving on. Moving on. We got Daniel Santos, 11-2, and two, taking on Johnny Munoz. This is the feature prelim of this card. Uh, let's just get those odds right away. Uh, Santos and Munoz? Yeah. Uh, Santos, we got minus 250. And then Munoz, we got plus 205. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Let's see. Mr. Daniel Santos. This is his second fight. In the UFC, third fight in the UFC, lost to Julio Arce this year, April 9th, uh, or last year, excuse me, and then uh, won via knockout. He knocked out John Castaneda, who's obviously fighting tonight, too. Uh, knocked him out cold in the second round. I don't know if it was cold, but he's got a canceled bout. So they were supposed to fight in May, actually. Uh, Daniel Santos and Johnny Munoz were supposed to fight in May, got canceled, scheduled to this, so... That's probably why he's a favorite coming off of a knockout. Um, Johnny Munoz, he has been in the UFC for a few years, and he's coming off of two losses. So maybe that's what is, you know, we figured it out with the with the lines. Got knocked out in his last fight. Tony Gravely, um, or was that his last fight? No, he got knocked out in June last year, and then his last fight he lost a decision. Yeah, Vegas does not think it will go the distance. Minus two sixty. Mm, I'm assuming that's swinging for Mr. Daniel Santos. What's that odd for Daniel Santos KO? Daniel Santos KO. We got plus one twenty five. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a very favorable odd for a for a finish. Yeah, for a fighter. So they're kind of riding with Mr. Daniel Santos. You know, I would I would agree with that. I think Mr. Santos. I mean, it's hard to overcome two losses. Usually, like the odds sway if you're in two losses and you're fighting someone who's coming off of a win, you're gonna yeah. get that third loss. Looks like Munoz is a submission specialist because that's oh, uh, shit. plus five hundred. Whoa, okay. Submission. Well, we might see some ground game for Mr. Munoz. Twelve and two, you know, doing the damn thing. Shout out to both of those fighters. That is your feature prelim belt. Let's move on to this main card. This main card is a lot of canceled fights, man. We had one, two, three, four, five canceled fights for this belt. Holy shit! But. We do There's have six on the main and and, card. and of of those canceled, like they kind of like they'll set one and then it cancels and then they set the same one like maybe with a different fighter and then it's canceled again. So gotcha. they count those ones. But let's talk about this main card. We do have a deep main card, just like Dave said, six fights. Um, whoa, the, these first names, 
pretty nice, dude. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. We got this welterweight bout starting out the main card. We got Abubakar Nurmagomedov taking on Eliza Zaleski Dos Santos. That's pretty good, dude. Not bad? Yeah, I'll good. take it, I don't dude. know Impressed. if this is... Abubakar? I don't know if he's... um He's a Nurmagomedov. Or a Bubba car. Nor Mago Madoff. I don't think he's related to Khabib. I don't think he's related. I think he might be. I think it's Umar and Saeed. One's I, his cousin yeah, and then yeah. one's his brother. You're right. Maybe a Bubakar is in the family somewhere. It's irrefutable that he trains with him. Well, you know what? This, this will tell it. What's the odds? Uh, a Bubakar or whatever is a minus 112. And then ah, Santos nope, is he minus ain't related. 104. He ain't related. He would be a minus 500 if he was related. He <laughs> I'm telling you right yeah, now. he would. <laughs> All right. So what was what was the line for Mr. Santos? It's a pick 'em fight. Uh, pick 'em. Okay. Yeah, minus 104. Oh, okay. So yeah, they're both minus. Well, how about uh Karine Silva versus Ketlin Sauza? I got to make poke, uh, poke fun. So when you see all the fighters uh pictures, yeah. you can see their necks and their shoulders and then like the wall that they're standing in front of, you see nothing but hair. Yes. Shout out to Silva, Karine Silva. Nothing but hair. All hair, dude. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. She's okay. all I hair. I black background. That's just hair. <laughs> That's her yeah. hair. Okay. I hope she comes in with the fattest fro. That'd be so fire. I'm riding. They, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I got Kareem Silva for um, if their hair is so long or um, voluminous, they you have, have to, to you tie have it up. to tie yeah. it. Up. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, Silva's the favorite, minus two hundred. Woo! And then uh, Souza. Souza. Yeah. Is a uh, plus one sixty eight. Brazil yeah, okay. versus Brazil. If I had to um, assume that there would be a lot of grappling, I think that would be the case. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. Flyweight bout. Tim Elliott. Uh, you already know who I'm going for. Taking on Victor Altamirano. Altamirano. Now, let's talk about this. Flyweight bouts. Very known for the under two and a half. So, it's a nice pickup maybe for the under two and a half for this bout. That could be your parlay. Yeah, it could be the parlay Just piece. That. Tim Elliott coming off of a loss, I believe, and coming off of an even bigger loss if we're talking family matters. Okay, let's talk about his fight, though. In 2022, Tim Elliott actually won a decision against Tagir Ulanbekov. I am wrong. He is not coming off of a loss. He's coming off of a win. In 2021, he has a loss against uh, Mateus Nicolau decision. He had a canceled bout, and then he has a win over Jordan Espinoza. So he's 2-1 and one right now, last three fights. But let's talk about his family life right now. Coming off of a divorce with his wife. A big cheating. Are you John Anik right now? A big cheating. Why? Because of John. It's hilarious. I can show you a video later where John Anik, um, he's always just like, yeah, these two fighters are both recovering from um, narcotics abuse, and uh, I, the loser is going to relapse tonight. Like, <laughs> damn. He's like, brought to you by Cocaine Bear, now in theaters. Now in theaters, yeah. <laughs> that's that's John Anik to a T. <laughs> it is, dude. That's so He'll be funny. like, yeah, it's like one of the fighters in tonight's bout is going through a custody um, disagreement with his uh, significant other, and if he loses and doesn't get a win bonus, he might not be able to afford alimony. <laughs> Brought so, to you by Monster Energy. Drink that shit. Tim <laughs> Elliott's wife was a very well-known fighter, a legend in the game. Gina, isn't it Gina Mazzano? Or no? No? I have no idea. Let me look up who his wife was. Because it's, it's a f- known fighter, known female fighter. Well, just as a fan, Tim Elliott, you always, um, you always bring it. If I'm not mistaken, I think he fights out of um, Kansas City, or like used to. Gina Mazzani. So he was married to Gina Mazzani, and uh, it's pretty crazy. So his wife, Gina, cheated on him with his main training partner. Oh, wow. That's And his main training partner was his best man. Oh, my God. And held the mic to Gina Mazzani when they got married 
as Gina was reading their vows to his daughter. If I'm Tim Elliott, I'm killing uh, that That's man. fucked, huh? I'd kill him. That's <laughs> fucked, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's fucked Yo. So Jesus Tim Elliott Christ. is not only fighting He's either going to have— Tim Elliott isn't only fighting Victor Altamirino. He's fighting He's got some every motherfucker that portrayed him recently. But, but he might, like, I'm assuming that this has been, like, stewing. This isn't, like, something that just happened. Like, he's probably been knowing. He's probably been on some shit. But that being yeah. said, he might be fighting with a, a motivation, like, unparalleled. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he man. might have so much fucking aggression. He's just, like, let's face it, like, people fantasize about wanting to, like, hurt people that wrong them you can't do that you can fantasize about it but if you're a professional fighter you can exert that aggression in the cage now this is scary there's two sides of the coin if he goes in there too emotional he might get knocked out that's fast yeah. because he is fighting somebody in victor altamarino 12 and 2 um i mean and we're, we're looking at tim elliott's record 19 and 12 like you have as many losses as this guy has wins and this guy is a new guy uh altamarino this is either... coming off of a decision win versus Vinicius salvador and this is the thing. Victor uh, Altamirino has fought three times in the past year. So he's got a decision win over Victor Altamirino. Uh, Daniel De Silva did knock him out, though, in the first round. But he – oh, nope. He lost another decision to Carlos Hernandez. So he's actually one and two. Um, so maybe maybe Tim Elliott. This is either me. a Tim Elliott tune-up fight or the coming-out party for the other guy. Exactly. Exactly. Good way to put it, Mr. Dave. We're going to have to see what happens. Uh, I'm really looking – if he wins, I'm really looking forward to that post-fight interview. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. What are those odds, Mr. Winston? Uh, Tim is at a minus 180, and then Victor's okay. at a plus 152. And we are at a pick em card today, huh? Yeah. Will this... the fight go the distance? Uh, Vegas thinks it does. Minus 220 to go the distance. Wow. Still considering that I can parlay. see that because neither of these guys have really gotten finishes in, as of late. You yeah. Know? Seems like they're both submission. Tim Elliott by submission is plus 550. And then Victor by submission is uh, plus seven hundred. Might have a crazy ground bout. Yeah. Mm. Now this next bout should have some of the most egregious odds, I would assume, of the entire card. Yeah. And I can tell you why. And this is what I you read this one off. So um, I don't have uh, his opponent's first name because I just have all the last names. But Jim Miller is fighting Butler. What's his first name? Do you uh, have it in front of you? Jesse Butler. Sorry. So this, the reason I'm mentioning why I think this is going to be the like we talked about. Don't look at records as indicators of like how fights can go. This is a UFC record for the biggest MMA experience gap between two fighters entering the octagon. Ever. Jim Miller has 44 more fights than his opponent. Holy shit. Jim Miller has the record for the most clocked octagon time, if I'm not mistaken. It's like him and Frankie Edgar go like hand in hand. Jim Miller has the most bouts in UFC history. 35 and 17, one no contest. Wow. He ha and this guy is going Most of it in the UFC. Oh, yeah. He's been a, pretty much a lifer. I mean, Jim Miller's brother, Dan Miller, was a UFC competitor, too, so he like it runs in the family. But no, Jim Miller, I'm assuming, I don't have any odds in front of me. I'm assuming because of the despair, like the octagon experience slash cage experience, this man has, like, couple, like, he has Khabib's career folded in half twice, basically. Like, Khabib only fought, like, 25 times. Jim Miller has fought in, like, 50 times. And his opponent is going against a guy who's got, like, 50 wins, or not 50 wins, 50 um bouts to his name oh my what are these odds i have to assume jim miller is the dummy favorite this is jesse butler's first fight in the ufc what are they doing first what? fight never fought in the ufc Get, first fight in the, the ufc hold on hold on before you tell us the odds i did want to say to add in ponytail on what you just said jim miller has fought in ufc 100 the pay-per-view in ufc 200 the pay-per-view 
and is looking on to be on the path to fight at UFC 300. Will we see Jim Miller fight UFC 100, 200, and 300? That would be insane. That that'll, that would be something that would never happen again. No fighter can. can um, no one can do that. that. Longevity. That's and, crazy. And he's relevant. He's and not relevant. He's, they're not giving him cans just to make sure he stays winning. Like Fedor. Like no offense. He's legitimately going up he's against going contenders. Against good fights. He's bro. making like in his mind. You can't convince him he's not going on title runs at times because he'll string together four or five wins at a time. He's a wolf amongst wolves. Like he's, he's not fighting the best of the best. That's like, not a journeyman at that point. That's just that's like a. Beast. And you know, I say he's fighting the best of the best, but now they have him against somebody who's never fought in the UFC. So, I hope that just he is allowed to see UFC 300. I hope they make that happen. That would be badass, bro. UFC 100, 200, and 300. All right, Winston. What, what are those? He said, odds? "You know, he wanted us to guess." I'm oh, oh guess. we're guessing. Okay, we're guessing? so um, nope. the plus is the favorite, right? Yes. Or so no, 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 minus is the minus favorite. the favorite. Jim Miller is probably like a minus like six thousand. 6,000. I don't Holy know. Shit. I'm saying it's egregious. Okay, okay. All right. I'm going to say Jim Miller is a minus 190. 190. So he's minus 240. Ah! I don't. I thought it would be way worse. I said yeah. 6,000 just to, like, go gung-ho. Just to be fun. Just to be fun just about to go, it, yeah. But I was like, how can he not? The, the disparage in uh, octagon time, let Crazy. alone MMA time, because this is this dude's first time in the octagon. Granted, it's a fight night. It's probably going to be at the Apex Center because it's at Vegas. There's not going to be a bunch of people there. It's not the same like all lights, all eyes on me moment, but still, you're going. You could not have cherry picked a more experienced opponent. Legitimately, I love it, bro. And you know, Jim Miller is probably somebody that'll never see the title. No, who's never been contender but, but to the title. But this is a UFC legend. In my everyone eyes. said that about Michael Bisping, though. Right? Michael Bisping took they a wrote him off. He took a short notice call up fight against a dude he'd already lost to and then just shocked the world. And then knocked him out cold. I see great. I respect Jim Miller in similar lights to Bisping. Granted, Bisping I think is a more dangerous fighter in peak form than Jim Miller in peak form, but god damn, I'm so happy to see him continue so to fight. All right, right after that, oh, well, yeah, you told, you said the odds. Right after that, we have about Alex Casera is getting back in Bruce the, Leroy. Yeah, getting back in that cage. 20 and 13 taking on Daniel Pineda. 28 and 14. This is a very experienced fight. What are those odds, Mr. Winston? We got Alex at minus 180 and Daniel at plus 152. Mm, I could see Alex winning it. I see this fight going the, dis the distance, though. Unless Daniel Pineda gets a knockout or something. Uh, it says 205 to not go the distance. Minus oh, 205. Really? Yeah. I mean, maybe Alex is coming off of some uh, knockouts or something. Let's see. Alex Caceres, his last fight, knocked out Julian Arosa. And he lost a decision against Sadiq Youssef. So, you know, coming off of one and one, not bad. Let's go back to Mr. Pineda. Pineda's a dog. I know Daniel Pineda's a dog. Won a submission fight against Tuck Tucker Lutz in the second round. 2022, had a canceled fight. 2021, uh, had a draw. So, you know, he's kind of treading water, I guess I could say. One draw, one submission. I guess that's not treading water, but, you know, he's got some movement. We'll see what happens in this fight. I know a Daniel Pineda, though. He's he's a dog. He comes to kill or be killed, so I can kind of agree with that minus 220 now that I think about it. Let's talk about this main event. Kai Kara France getting a nice shot against Amir Albazi. Amir Albazi's only was, lost one bout, 16-1. and Then we have Kai Kara France, 24-10. and 10. Um, Kai Kara France actually was really close to being the c title contender. He lost the lost interim to, title. lost the interim title to Brandon Moreno. Body um, shot. Vicious. Body shot. Oof. Brandon Moreno's a dog. And I'm really excited for this fight. Amir Albazi's a freaking dog if we're talking dogs. 29-year-old. 
Um, let's see, he has not fought this year. He knocked out Alessandro Costa, and he submitted Francisco Figueredo, which is uh, the Davis and Figueredo's little brother. Mm-hmm. Um, that was so he's so this coming is off bi- of two wins. This is his biggest step up in competition. Biggest step up in competition. This is Kai Car Franz's opportunity to get right back in the win column. Because let's face it, like a body shot loss to Brandon Moreno, there's no amount of training that can prevent your body from not reacting that way to a body shot. So that, that I think he lost zero brownie points in that fight. He gets back in the wind calm. Kai Car France, like, I, I want to see him run that fight back for the run real belt. Back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I realize that Brandon Moreno's already got his next opponent, like, announced and whatnot, but Kai Car France is exciting. He's one of those those little dudes who just puts people to sleep. Like, remember when Kai Car France fought Cody Garbrandt? Yeah, that was a good one. Cody that Garbrandt was, was like a one or two year like attempt at professional boxing and Kai Car France was like cool story bro I'm gonna knock you the fuck out <laughs> boom bye bye and uh, let's talk Amir Albazi more so he's only lost one fight in the UFC it was via submission in the first round from Malcolm Gordon that was back in 2020 2021 we have Amir Albazi winning a decision against Zalgis Zermagulov then we have Amir Albazi getting that knockout and that submission win that I talked about earlier so he's doing really good in the UFC He's a killer be killed guy. It seems like, um, I I really see this not going the distance. What is that odd for the not go distance? Um, and then you can read the money lines. Minus one forty. Minus one forty. That's yeah. pretty good. We got a uh, Kai at minus one hundred two and Amir at <sighs> minus one sixteen. Oh my god! They don't know what is happening in this card at all. They don't. This is oh. kind of a better's delight because this is. if you have any type of notion on who's going to win and you bet towards that person, and they win, the odds are not overwhelmingly favoring anybody. I'm gonna make a crazy parlay. I'm gonna make a crazy parlay. Yeah. Amir by submission is plus three hundred. <sighs> okay. Okay. Kai by TKO or KO plus three ninety. I see those as I see. Yeah. If it's going to be a KO, it's probably going to be Kai, Kai knocking yeah. him out or Albazi hitting Did him. You, Wobbling him and then taking Y'all him down. Y'all see the weigh-ins? They were shoving each other at the fucking really? scales. Really? I didn't see it. They were shoving oh. each other on scales. Yeah, this is going to be a good bout. That's awesome. Before I'm happy they got the main event. Before we make our um, parlay and get out of here, yeah. I have a tiny little piece of MMA news. It's kind of cool. So Hit Bellator, it. as we've mentioned previously, has started their lightweight Grand Prix. Um, the first bout of that was um, Umar taking on um, Benson Henderson. Benson got TKO'd. We all saw that. Or he got, like, dropped and then choked or whatever. But um, one of the bouts that has been announced, it's going to be A.J. McKee versus um, the older Pitbull, who's the former lightweight champ. And that bout is taking place July 30th at the Saitama Super Arena. But the bout that I'm really mentioning that got announced is, um, I, I don't remember their first name, so forgive me. But you have Horiguchi versus Shinryu for the inaugural Bellator Flyweight Championship. Nice. They've never, he deserves it. They've never gone lower than 135. They've never had a 125-pound like bout. They don't really have enough 125ers to give a Grand Prix yet, so instead they're just going to do the inaugural. But Horiguchi was the former bantamweight champ. Um, he lost the belt, or I think he took the, be- uh, the belt from, um, I don't even remember who he took it from, but I know he lost it, clearly, because he's not the champ anymore. But he was in the, um, the Grand Prix that just happened. He did not win. So this is awesome. He's getting – they're kind of throwing him a bone. Bellator is finally going to 125ers. Mm. I like seeing it. And apparently we have a little bit more news. Don't know if it's true or not, but apparently Aiden Ross, the streamer himself, leaked uh, a fight announcement. Kamaru Usman will be taking on Hamzat Shamayev in October. Yeah, that's – October 21st. That's apparently, implied. Yeah, it's been implied for a little bit, but they didn't have a date with it yet. They didn't really have it set. 
Apparently, it's happening in October. So that sounds lit. That's gonna be lit. I don't know who's gonna win that fight. I want to say Hamzat, but Kamaru Usman's the champion and was yeah. dogging people for a very long time. And if anybody had the skill set to take on Hamzat Shemaev, it would be Kamaru Usman. Yeah. So we're gonna see what happens with that. Let's make this parlay, guys. What are you guys feeling, huh? I already got my parlay picked up. Um, or your your leg or what? What do you mean? Yeah, my leg. Okay. What's yeah. up? What's um, up? So I think I'm gonna go MPJ uh, to make three threes. Three three pointers for three. MPJ. Yep, that's a minus one fifty five. If that's a little too risky for you no, guys, put can, that on. Yeah, because he made two and he shot eleven three pointers. So I, you know, I think he's gonna shoot the same amount, maybe a little bit less, but I think he's gonna at least make three. So that's a that's a pretty good pickup. I'd pick up that for your parlays if you got some. Um, I looked up Jokic averaging a triple-double for the finals. I put about 5 bucks on that, and that's sitting at minus 150. Nice. So It's, it's a good pickup. Yeah. It would have been nice to get that at plus money. Right. Uh, oh, okay. It's actually plus 100. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, See? so exactly that's plus money. That's a great bet. Yeah. That's a great bet. Yeah, so bet $5, win $5, you get $10 total. So, would recommend that. Let's see. NBA. Denver Nuggets. Let me go to MPJ. Three threes, right? Made three plus made threes. Michael Porter Jr., right? Yeah, three minus threes. Minus 151. Yep. My, yeah, minus 55. Never mind. Yep. All right, so I got mine. How about you, Dave? Do you know your leg? Um... I was thinking the Jim Miller about not going the distance. Ooh, that's but, good. But that not going the distance on um, Barstool is at a minus 265. Let me, let me look it up right here real quick. That's pretty good. That's a good yeah, – yeah, that's great that's, for a parlay. That's good for a parlay, yeah. Then throw that hitter on My, there. Mine is a little too risky. Jim Miller this is more risk, versus yeah. um, Jesse Butler not going the distance just because I assume someone's going to get beat. I also assume Jim Miller will win that. But regardless, not going the distance, minus 265. Where is it? Is Jim Miller on the – I have it right main? here. You have to is go he on to the main event? Yeah, it's on the main card. You have to go to UFC for uh, FanDuel. UFC fights. Yeah, and I couldn't look at it would to be, go the distance or not, so you may not be able to make that. But Yeah, I had to click on the bout and then click other bets. So yeah. uh, On FanDuel, it. it's not working well, for I, some reason. I can try to make the on here. I'll add that. What's You want us to do straight, uh, Jim Miller straight up? Yeah, just pick a... You can, I guess. Because it's the same. the same odd. It's the Minus same odd. 250, yeah. yeah. Might as well. We'll just two, do it for four, the math. 240 on here. Let's just do it We're for the math. We're going to do it for the math, but the real parlay bet is it not going the distance because I think okay. that's more of a gimme than guaranteeing sure. the win. For yeah. sure. And that is minus 240. So it's either, same, again, same. saying it one more time for you guys, it's, you're either going to be picking up Jim Miller or you're going to be picking up Jim Miller, Jesse Butler, not going the distance. About the same odd. All right. So we got that leg in, and I'm going to be picking... Ooh, I don't know, man. This is it's kind of a it's a betters card, but not for not for a parlay. Do your um, you have no idea what's gonna happen. Tim like, Elliott flyweights under two and a half. You're right. You, this guy is fucking. That's a thinking. plus though. Is it? It's not oh, favored to happen. Oh yeah, it's not. They're they're favored to go the distance. Yeah. I mean, maybe the, mm. the Arlovsky bout then. That's there another, there's another featherweight or there's another flyweight fight on there, isn't there? Because flyweights always go to under two and a half, bro. They they do. There's a so bantamweight in the prelims, but that's probably one of the first fights. Oh, uh, it's a take women's place. flyweight. Not the same. Two women's flyweight. Definitely not the same. And I, sorry, ladies, but it's not the same. How do you feel about um, the co-main, yeah. Bruce Leroy versus Pineda? That has – I feel Ooh, like that has a – That fin has finish all over it. 
I mean, if it, I'm... But honestly, I've seen Alex do a lot of decisions, man. He's yeah. been in a lot of decision fights. You know what? It's hard to say. <sighs> I think I'm going to do Kaikar France Albazi not going the distance. Minus 140. We're doing it. So we're going to do Kaikar France and Amir Albazi not going the distance. Minus 140. This is more of a super parlay from us. Uh, well, no, it's still a favorites parlay. I'm tripping. Plus 299. We have Michael Porter Jr. to make three three-pointers tonight against the Miami Heat. We have Jim Miller to get the win money line tonight or for that bout to not go the distance. It's the same odd, so you could pick up either or. Or Kai Carr, France, Amir Albazi not going the distance. Minus 140. We have plus 299. If you bet $10, you will win $29.95. If you bet $5, you're going to win 14 bucks and 98 cents. So do that shit. All right. That's been that's been our parlay. Oh, um, yeah. Any notable bets? I know you had Jokic triple double. Yeah, Jokic triple double to average for the finals. Um, that's minus one thirty five. Uh, yeah, I mean MPJ having three threes. I think that's a great that's a parlay good. pickup. Um, Jokic having a triple double probably going to happen. Uh, Nuggets four zero, and Nuggets. 4-1. I'd say Jimmy Butler under twenty five. Think under twenty five. Maybe maybe go a little higher than that. Then maybe 20, yeah, under twenty seven. Yeah, that's what I did last game. Caleb Martin under 20 points for sure. For sure. He's – yeah, I don't think he's going to have a whole lot of confidence. Caleb, Caleb Struss – I we might want to put a leg for him for six points because, I mean, yeah. he was missing a lot last game. But that's a good parlay pick too. Yeah. Any any parlay legs that you think are notable this week, Dave? No. Other than the ones that we made on ours? Um, nothing really jumping out to me. Nothing I was just crazy. saying, if, if you want to add a gimme to any parlay, put you. Jokic double double. Because oh, yeah. He's, oh yeah, he's bound for that's a it. That's it. That's probably the real, like the real bet. 600. The real bet is him making a triple double. But to assume that he doesn't get ten points, boards, or assists on any game throughout probably the rest of his healthy career is a far cry. Yeah. So throw that in your parlay if you can't already. I like it. This has been Sport Champs. Rick G. A lot of stuff happening. Um, like I said, performing at the State Fair in August. Um, also performing for Montana of 300, August 19th at Classic Hughes. Be on the lookout for my July. Uh, damn, that was a nice ring, Dave. Hey, that's, what the, that's, what the, that's what the Nuggets are going to get. Yeah, yeah, we're about to get a ring. That ring was for the Nuggets. Nuggets and fo 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 like Wendy's. Um, I'm also probably going to be performing in July. I'm waiting for the word on that. Hopefully it happens. If it don't happen, then whatever. But other than that, New House song has dropped everywhere. So if you guys like EDM, check that out in the link below. Other than that, June 23rd, new music video drops. So be on the lookout for that. Rig G, I'm out. It's my man Dave right here. You have anything to announce, Dave? Um, Winston? Next two weeks, um, tune in. We got UFC 289 next weekend. We'll talk about that. And then the weekend after that, we have that big Bellator card with Vadim Nimkov taking on Yoel Romero. That, ooh. Yoel, dude. I love Yoel Romero. All right. That's been it, y'all. We're out. Peace. What's up, guys? We just hit 1,500 subs. We're trying to make it 2,000. Help us out and hit that subscribe.